This week on Nintendo Main, we get into that E3 stuff. And we learn why Link can't be a girl. Welcome to Nintendo Main, episode 29. This is our E3 episode. We are your hosts, Trey Johnson and... Hey, how's it going? It's me, Jeremy McCaskey. What's up, man? E3, past three, E3. past two days. That's all it's been, two days of E3. It has. like It's been like, what, seven hours of live footage, pretty much, I think? I know the first day was like seven hours, I think. I didn't think that it was going to happen, but I actually was kind of like, get kind of bored of Zelda. Oh, yeah, on the first day. But they ended up showing good. they ended up showing a lot more than just Zelda, thankfully. Because like the second day was pretty much all was pretty much all stuff that wasn't Zelda, which we're going to talk about in the first part of our show, and then we'll do it. We'll take a break and get to the get to the Zelda stuff as our main topic. But that's mainly what they talked about the Zelda. Well, on the first day, the second day was all like other stuff. Small announcement I heard before there was actually actual live stuff is uh, Stardew Valley's coming to Wii U. I was excited about that. Yeah, there was a press release that it, or whatever there, an announcement that it was going to be developed for all the current gen consoles so that's so that's really cool yeah that's really cool i'm excited about that that's supposed to come out this this holiday so well now i'm like... definitely probably going to wait to play it i've thought about getting it on steam several times yeah all they, all they need is undertale now too which yeah. uh I, I, you played that one already right i'm sure i think we talked about that before i think episode two or three we talked about yeah like what like at the beginning i want to play that one two, two i, I want to play that one too but i'm still kind of i'm still kind of waiting on it i think it would play better on a console yeah i mean i expect that I, th- I think that i would think that that would follow suit too like and eventually or at least or if it allows else. you to program a controller which they may have changed since i played it last i couldn't you get can... a controller oh yeah i'm sure i think they would it would make sense to you know it'd be weird to play with a keyboard but i guess well you know. that actually works well with the keyboard i just think it would work even better with the controller of course yeah but that's my opinion man yeah speaking of stuff i want to get did you see that rhythm heaven dropped today that's pretty awesome like I, I yeah, love when I love when they drop stuff out of nowhere like that. Yeah, I want to get it so badly, but uh, I, I might have to wait. I'm, I'm gonna have to wait until I get until I get some get some extra cash. But yeah, now, it looks, it looks, looks awesome. That there be a uh, is there any confirmation that that there will be a, a physical release or is it going to be digital only? Oh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't look into that. I just thought about getting digital it digitally. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Like whether they would, because if it, it was coming out, it would have to release like Friday or something, right? If it was, if it was, a, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't see anything about the physical copy. If I didn't watch a physical release. It'll be later. I didn't watch all of the demo for Rhythm, for Rhythm Heaven. I watched some of it, but I'm sure they would have mentioned, maybe mentioned whether it's physical copy or not. I just watched the trailer for it, and that was enough to get me excited because. It's a smattering of old and new material. Yeah, it looks great, and they actually they 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 rate you a little bit. Like they've changed it to where you can kind of tell like whether you're ahead or behind of the of the beat. You know, like from I don't know if you noticed in the trailer or read about it. There the um on the bottom screen, like when you hit the A button, there's like these little explosions that happen, like either to the left or the right. The left being if you're too early or if you're a little bit too early. The right being that you're a little too late. And if it's in the middle and it explodes like into like a a rainbow explosion then you got it right on and you can also get stars from that as well like f- to rate you while you're doing that and the other one they, there wasn't really a way to know like whether you exactly hit the beat or not you kind of just had to figure it out and sometimes it gave you scores that were 
that made you question like why it was why you got better or why you got worse you know than you thought you did yeah so this is this is a definitely a step up because it kind of got criticized a little bit for that like on the past on like especially on the Wii release on the last one which is an awesome game but people kind of criticized it because of that just because they couldn't really tell like why they were getting certain certain ratings for certain things so so that's cool and you actually get like a number rating now and it actually like counts up points and all that stuff so it looks like it's a lot more in depth which I'm totally totally into and you can play all the games for the Game Boy Advance one that didn't come out here that was only in Japan so. That's awesome. Plus, uh, plus the DS and the Wii one and, and, and new stuff also. So it's pretty much like four games in one. So it's totally worth it. For Does it have bucks. all the stuff from all those games or is it just some from each one? I think it has everything. I don't know. Oh, I mean, oh. or maybe it's a greatest hits. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I don't know if it has everything, but I was under the impression that it did. If it doesn't, don't, don't blame us, you know, <laughs> but I, I think I, I would expect that it has most. I, I, I definitely have. almost downloaded it just because I wanted to be part of the buying <laughs> the thing that was released by surprise. Oh yeah, you should get it. I mean, I I 100% recommend that one. I'm 100% into it. Also, are you buying it? Uh, I, I'm gonna buy it, but I, I don't know if I'm gonna buy it now. So I'm saying I'm I'm definitely buying it, but I'm probably not buy it tonight. I might I might wait. I might wait till after I, till after it makes more money over the weekend. They're but also looks, not going to take it off the eShop. I think it's up there to stay. Yeah, it's not a limited time thing. But speaking of limited time things, there's uh there's the did you see the eShop sale? Yeah, the eShop sale is pretty nice. Got chopped a lot, like fifty percent on most of it, and you get an extra ten percent for being a my Nintendo account member, which is pretty awesome. I saw that. I uh, I was really tempted, like I, I was really close to getting a uh, Mario and Luigi Paper Jam for twenty dollars, just because it's half off, and you know I want to play that game eventually. Because it's like I think with the I think with the Nintendo discount it's like twenty one ninety nine or something like that. Which is, then which you is, use your uh, points to get the discount on it. I think it just automatically discounts it like through the eShop oh, okay. because you're signed in under your name and it knows that you're on the. You don't use you don't use points for it. It's you just automatically get ten percent off for being a my Nintendo member. Oh, cool! And then being signed into the eShop, so it automatically adjusts it for you. Is it like twenty one something when I when I looked at it? Yeah, so it should be. Well, it should have adjusted it for you because you're a Nintendo member. Okay. But if I but I looked at it online, like I looked at it on Facebook, there was a list of the sales and that said like twenty four or something. So it had a different price on it. Okay. And that was without the that was without the mind my Nintendo discount. So I think it automatically applies it. Which would have been what, like a twenty percent discount? Something like that. Like ten percent ten percent, twenty percent, something like that. Yeah, um I saw Splatoon got a pretty nice price hack and i'm considering getting that game finally so like i might end up getting that instead of oh sure yeah you, you should get that game that game's good well they're only they only cut it down like 15 bucks right i think it's like 40 something i think yeah. i mean it's still like the cheapest well, it's ever been i mean it's still a game that they're it's it's like a it's like a you know sex, successful game like they're still selling a lot of copies of it so they're not going to hack the price too much you know but still but still it's a good deal but yeah it's, then, uh, i also wanted to buy the uh the two oracle games because they're discounted to what is it like yeah they're like three bucks each i think something yeah it's really cheap and those games yeah I, thought, like, yeah I thought about doing that too about getting both of those i bought minish cap for jess because it was on sale for like four dollars oh cool for the uh uh wii, wii virtual wii console yeah good call man that's a great game i have that on my virtual console well, I bought her. Uh, I bought her that for Christmas, like the first Christmas that we had that we were dating. I bought her a Game Boy Advance and Minish Cap for Christmas, which is which is pretty awesome gift, I think. Oh yeah, that's a nice gift. So, and then you bought her the game again because you're like, eh, she liked it the first time. I was trying. <laughs> well, she said she wanted it. She said she wanted to play it on Wii U too. I know. So, so she wanted to play it again on the TV. So I was like, all right. Sure. Oh, and it looks great on the TV. All the yeah. Game Boy Advance games, I love how they look. Yeah, they look and very pretty. All their pixelated glory. They look 
totally. So did you watch uh did you watch any of the Pokemon Go stuff? Like I kind of just browse browse through the demo of that cuz it's like a lot of these demos are like hour. Well that one was 45 minutes. So I was just kind of watching a little bit of it before I before I called you on here just to see and it's basically just them, you know, talking about like they had the they had the guy on there. Apparently there was a guy, you know, they had the guy in there who did the original April Fools Day Google Maps thing. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So that guy is involved with this with the game, which I didn't know that. That's that's interesting. Supposedly kinda... uses the same technology that Ingress uses. I, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Ingress is like a game. I, some of my coworkers play it, and it's a location-based game where there's like a map of wherever you are. And you oh, have to okay. cl- claim it for certain like towns. Yeah. Like you create the clan you were in or whatever. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I, I had a friend that played that because, yeah, he had to go to different places. So it uses similar shit, I guess, to work. Yeah, and I'm still... Oh, I'm still not really sold on Pokemon Go. I mean, it's probably going to be free, right? They're free to play. I, I don't see myself buying yeah, that thirty-five dollar Pokemon Watch thing or whatever that they're selling. So that's the, that's the thing that. that, like, yeah, that's the thing that I was most interested in, and not because of the technology of it or whatever, but just because of the band of it. It looks like a friendship bracelet from 1991. <laughs> the Pokemon Watch does. Yeah, it's got that braided. It's like part of me wonders if Nintendo just had a shit ton of these things sitting in a warehouse for the last. 25 years or whatever and they're like finally we get to use these well they got a lot of stuff in warehouses fans. i don't know if i mentioned it before i might have on another episode but you know that the, the speaking of warehouse stuff you know the we the we balance boards were made out of like old 64 analog sticks so they <laughs> you know so they do that shit all the time like they reuse their stuff constantly you know the inside of a 64 controller is way more complicated than i ever I'm sure it is, but I thought I that was, was funny that the that they used that for the fixing. Yeah, yeah, they used that for their ba- for their for their balance boards. <laughs> they used old 64 controllers. Yeah, yeah, Pokemon Go. I don't know. I, I'm still. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't go. I I don't. I, I don't. I don't see myself walking around Chicago doing that just because I live in a big city, you know. And chasing Pokemon uh, is going to lead me into like dark alleys that are dangerous or something like that. So it's not really the most appealing thing <laughs> that I. But if I guess if you live in Japan or or a place where you can walk around more it might be a little bit i don't know i'll try it out but i, I can't really see myself like going around the city like trying i just to think find, you like, could find rattata Pokemon. pretty quickly man <laughs> i see i see rattata every day oh okay <laughs> All over you already place. know where to find him they already see rattatas yeah on, on the on, on the subway under under the tracks like in the, in the alleys <laughs> all over the place Make sure you get down on the tracks and catch yourself a Rattata. <laughs> I'd hope, yeah. It, it, it like sends you like into the subway, like where you're down on the tracks, like trying to find Pokemon. That that would be awful. Hopefully, it doesn't get to that. That'll get them in trouble quickly. Yeah, let's hope not. It's been around in a beta form in Europe and Japan, right? They've been already using it for a little bit. Pokemon Go? I think so. I don't know. They were. I know they showed pictures of them catching Pokemon like around the E3 area yeah during the demo like i saw that they're like oh here here's one from the front of this and here's one by the zelda demo and here's the other thing so they did so they were kind of using it so yeah i don't know if it's out in japan yet or not i guess i'm sure there's some some form of it maybe well i just think that was a test market scenario where before they you know release it to the u.s which is probably a pretty huge market they want yeah. to make sure to work some kinks out but i don't know man like it is what it is it's if you're like into those kind of exploratory games maybe you know maybe you like have a certain area of the town you hang in all the time where you go to bars and stuff like it might be fun to play that with your friends and like go outside and run around a little bit or something yep. you know like, it, it could have its social element sure 
Yeah, I was thinking about. It. I was like, I mean, it could be funny to like just you know have Pokemon in the bar that you go to and be like, oh look, there's a whatever. Because there was one time one of my friends gave me a ride home from work, and he seriously like took a different route home to do to play that Ingress game. He, oh, like sure. pulled up this park and drove to this certain spot. And he's like, all right, I just got to. I need to click this. All right, here we go. We can. <laughs> so funny. I mean, I, if 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 it's similar to that, then I think some people are going to get a lot of enjoyment. Yeah, speaking of, uh, before I forget about it, speaking of Pokemon, uh, what did you think about the co- the Pokemon stuff from the first day, like right off the top? I, I feel like some people were kind of like, get Zelda already. It was kind of a I weird know. place to put it, but I... It really I li- was. I liked what I saw of it. I think Pokemon should have started out the second day, you know, it should have had its own thing. Or maybe Zelda should have been entirely postponed to the second day, because I think Pokemon and shouldn't have had to be there i don't know that wasn't very fair to pokemon it was kind of a weird spot for it right because because uh-huh. like they showed you they're, they're like they show you the zelda trailer so everybody's like super pumped about zelda and they're like but first we're gonna get into pokemon so i don't know yeah like i mean well if they would have taken it away then the first day would have been just zelda and i know you, you texted me and said like you know it's almost too much zelda because it was like just over and over and over but there is a lot of stuff to do in that demo you know which which we'll get to later later in the episode but i don't know i mean i was i was excited I it, it was good for pokemon fans because they got you know, they got to just catch the beginning. Yeah, I was ex- check it out at any point during the conference. Sure, I was excited to watch it just because I I like Pokemon. There was a there. I, th- I mean, I found some interesting stuff with it. There's a couple new Pokemon that you see on there, like Young Goose and Pikipek. We're we're on there. There's some interesting, like on the like on the bottom screen where it shows the both of the Pokemon. It'll show like plus or minus, like to let you know like whether you're strong against the other type and all that, which I thought was interesting and helpful for this version. Yeah, I did, I all, do remember that now. They like also a heads up; it stores all the info from facing the Pokemon you faced. Yeah, and it shows you it shows you at the bottom, like so you don't have to necessarily look it up. It's like, oh, I have this one; it's strong against you know, it's strong against this other one, so you know it, and it'll just show you on there to help out the, the, whenever you catch the pokemon it shows those white pokeballs behind it that basically show like how many evolutions it has and all that which is also cool so you kind of get a heads up to like what you can do like what other stuff you can do with the pokemon i don't know if you noticed that too so it's just got a lot more like i mean because if you play the first game you know that game was kind of confusing so they've just gotten less and less confusing <laughs> as time's gone on they're just trying to make the operating system just more manageable and all that more user-friendly you know you know, they got, two they got two screens. They can add more stuff in there. But it seems like every yeah every game, every iteration of it, they add like more. They add more stuff to make it easier. And there just seems to be more things there. The graphics look cool. Like the characters look bigger. You know, like uh, the whole areas are pretty pretty. Like the um, I noticed the the camera angle was like lower to the ground, which you don't really see in Pokemon. So it's almost kind of like a three D. You know, like a third person RPG sort of. Instead well, yeah, of, like, you can top move down freely. Thing. Yeah, you're a a fully polygonal character moving on. In 3D yeah. space. Well, you were in uh, you were in X and Y also, but it still kind of seemed like a lot of it was still like a top down top down camera angle. There were some ones where it was like where it was like straight on. I think there's like one town that was like that, but it seems like all of it, most of it's going to be like this, like that for this. So it looks better in that regard, I think. And the, there was a four player battle also, which is cool, where you can get attacked from all sides or you can attack different things. So then, if you have one that's strong against one thing and not another, that adds like a whole another layer of strategy in there. And then it can just be you, like, picking on a particular person if that's what you want to do. Sure. You can get on one person if they have a stronger Pokemon. Yeah, the the Battle Royale is what it was called. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun if you have three friends that want to play with you. Sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I liked from what I saw of it. And uh, speaking of speaking of three friends, you want to play? You, you want to play with you? Did you see? Uh, what do you think about the Mario Party? The new Mario Party on 3DS. The, uh, did you see any of that? The uh, Star? What is it called? Star Rush. 
I didn't get a chance to check out that trailer. That was was that today or yesterday? That was today. Okay. Mario, no, Mario, that's that's that. that's a new game that was announced at E3. Nobody knew about it. It's um it it I don't know. Like my my problem with like like I like Mario Party a lot, but I could I have a hard time getting into the handheld Mario Parties because I think Mario Party is meant to be like a game where you play with a lot of people, and if you don't know like three people who have 3ds's, then it's kind of like it's not as fun. It's not a very fun single player, in my opinion. Like I got Mario Party for 3ds for free from Club Nintendo, like when it was closing. You know, when they did like all those gifts and I played a little bit, but yeah, I don't know. But yeah, this one, I guess, yeah, you, you all, you all get to go at the same time. So the game moves a little bit quicker. Like you all roll the dice at the same time. You're not in a car, thankfully. You all go to different <laughs> places, but I watched a mode where you're towed. I forget what it's called. It's called towed something or other, but toad mode. <laughs> yeah, I probably should have written it down, but you, you're all different colored toads and you can meet like characters on the board, like, you know, from like Mario, Luigi, Peach or whatever. And you can, you know, they'll, they'll become your allies and help you out. And there's different boss. There's bosses that you fight that you get stars from, like for whoever beats the boss. So that type of stuff. It looked kind of fun, but then again, I really wish it had online, but I'm sure it doesn't. I don't understand how why none of those games have online. These would games be so- are very much meant to be played on a big screen. I mean, it's a, it's called party. It's a party. Yeah, they are. But I mean, if you can have online mode, like for try, well, like for Triforce Heroes with like levels that take fairly long that you have to stay, that, that take a while that you have to stay connected on. I don't understand why you can't do it for Mario Party. You know, that would like, that would change the game so much for me. Like, I would be so much more into getting a 3DS version if it had, if it had online play. I just don't understand why it doesn't. I mean, I've heard the thing to be like, oh, the levels are too long. But I'm like, well, the levels are pretty long in Triforce Heroes. I think they're long in, uh, Federation Force too. And they're still doing that. You know, I don't, that doesn't seem like a, like a viable excuse to me, like to not have online. It would just, it would just make it a lot more playable for me or a lot, you know, worth getting if there was an online mode. But the I only know. thing I saw about uh, this game online was that somebody posted a picture saying that the artwork they were using was like from a can of SpaghettiOs. Did you see that? <laughs> no. Oh well, oh. somebody had a can of like Mario themed SpaghettiOs. Yeah, I've seen those. Well, there's a there... sure that was the cover of Mario Party, the new Mario oh, Party, nice. but it didn't have like, the logo or anything. It was just the, the same art. There's Mario Campbell soup. That might be what they're referring to like there's a noodle there's like a mario chicken noodle soup that you can buy which i've actually which i've bought before it's not as good as the games at all <laughs> it, it doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't games, but yeah. I, had, I did boil part of a nintendo once you did their noodle food is not as good as their games are that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah mario party i don't know it's like i'm like 40 percent on it like as far as excitement how do you feel about that one I feel like I didn't know about it that much until you told me. Oh, yeah. Me. So, so, you, so you're I, less excited. I've never been behind Mario Party on mobile. I just don't think... I mean, maybe on mobile it would work actually really well, but as as a handheld game, it, I just don't think it translates well. It doesn't, you need, yeah. That's, you need people to be able to watch and be like making sounds and stuff while you're playing. You need you need the distraction of your environment because that's part of the game. Yeah, the, I think the fun of the game is is sitting in a room with people with controllers and, you know and drinking or doing whatever you know and having fun with it i don't think it really it works it doesn't work unless you have a lot more friends that have 3ds's i guess which i don't so i don't know I, Even I, i'm not screen a little tiny screen instead of like having it projected where everyone 
see. So I still think that part of the fun of that game, at least for me personally. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, coming with it are some new amiibos, so we got that. If uh, <laughs> if Bethany's listening to this, she'd be very happy to know that there's a Waluigi amiibo finally, or her favorite her favorite character. Oh wow! Which I, th- which I think is pretty hilarious. Did you see that Waluigi amiibo? There's also a Boo amiibo, which I'm 100 percent going to buy for Jess because she loves the she loves the ghosties from uh, and from, that one glows from, from in the Super dark, Mario right? World. Oh, I don't know. Does it? I didn't. If it did, I pretty didn't sure see the anything uh, about Boo it. amiibo glows in the dark. That's cool. And there's a in is was it. Rosalina, they're going to re-release a different version of her, so yeah, that'll make it. So, well, people who wanted Rosalina amiibos too. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I mean, I have one. I waited in line for one, so for because it was Rosalina was a Target exclusive, and I waited in line for a couple hours for her. But I know there's people who want it who never got it because it was never re-released or anything. So it's fairly limited. But it's still a variation of the original. Like it's the same character but a different pose. Yeah, it's it's the Mario Party version of it, so it's not the original one. But I like the uh, I like the Diddy Kong pose. I thought he looked cool, like how he's sitting on the barrel. I mean, I already have a Diddy Kong one. I don't need to buy another one, but it looked interesting. Was there? Is he a, a peanut gun? No, he's just sitting on a barrel. But he looks cute. Was there another? Was there another Wario? There should have been a Wario, Wario too, right? For the for the new Mario Party amiibos, because I don't think he was in. Because the first run, if I remember correctly, the first run was was just Yoshi, Mario, Luigi, Bowser, and Peach. I think of the first Mario Party. Amiibo. Well, I still don't have a Wario Amiibo, so I already I already want the uh, the Boo Amiibo. It sounds cool to me because you know it blows. Yeah, the Boo Amiibo looks awesome. I might want a Waluigi Amiibo because because he's Waluigi. He's Waluigi. Why would you? Why would you not? So you know, maybe that's the best part of this game being released. Yeah, they didn't. I, I don't. I mean, I well, you didn't want, you didn't see the trailer, but I was wondering if um I was, I was wondering if they went into the oh, there's a Daisy also. I'd get Daisy. So there's a yeah. So the new amiibo for for Mario Party are Wario, Waluigi, Daisy, Rosalina, Boo, Donkey Kong, and and Diddy Kong. So the Wario one looks looks pretty cool because he's wearing his like you know his like purple and yellow suit, which he's not wearing. Yeah, because he's wearing like the WarioWare outfit and the other amiibo on the Smash Brothers one. So he does is wearing different clothes. I guess if you wanna if you want Wario in another set of clothes, you can get that one. It's the more the more classic look. So he's all yellow and stuff. Yeah, he's all yellow and purple. But yeah, Waluigi. I'll probably end up getting a Waluigi and a D- and a Daisy and a Boo probably. I'm sure. But look at that. Whenever you get a chance, look look at that Diddy Kong one. He's like super cute. He's like sitting on a barrel. He looks like he's like playing drums on his head, and his eyes are closed. Is it a DK it's, barrel? Yeah, he's sitting on a DK barrel. Oh, that is. Cool. So he looks cool. If you don't have a Diddy Kong one, I would. I think that one looks better than the other one. I don't know, man. I kind of want him to have a peanut. <laughs> Does the one? I don't think. Does the Smash Brothers one have one? I have. I have it, but I don't remember if it does. If it has the, did it, if it has the the gun. No. No. Oh, he just got a P stand. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's just like dancing on his hand or whatever. There's a, there were new Zelda amiibos, but let's we'll save that. We'll talk about we those. To, when we get to the Zelda part, and they talked about the wolf, of course. So what else? What else was there? Um, there's oh, more hey, yokai. The uh, Diddy amiibo, I like it. Oh, I'm looking at the Diddy amiibo. He's really cute. Yeah, doesn't he look awesome? I look, like I like the I like the design better for it on that one than the, than the old one. But I already have the old one. I don't need another. Well, they're getting more detailed with their. But he the looks amiibo. cool. I totally. think they're moving to more detail. So yeah, those were. I think those were announced. I, th- I feel like they announced those at some point. On the first day, because I saw images of it, but I didn't see an actual video with it on there until the second day. Do you think, um, like, what do you think, like, do you think this would have been a lot better if they would have just done a, done a direct? Like, I know they said they weren't going to have a direct and it was going to be all Zelda, but then it changed. And there were announcements for these new games, 
Wouldn't you have rather just seen like an hour Nintendo Direct? I kind of wish we would have been able to see that. We kind of got to see. They were purposefully avoiding all the production. I think they were wanting to be super casual with their approach to to everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Maybe. I mean, they were taking or, or maybe, maybe. of like I think of like. If I was like looking at it from a marketing perspective, like they were uh, sort of like following like a YouTube video style, like people just hanging out and talking about games while they're playing them, like, kind of like when it showed a was it last E three when they were sitting Miyamoto and the other guy were sitting playing it. You just watched them play and they were just talking while they were playing it. Oh, oh, you mean yeah? That was uh, that was from one of the video game awards ceremonies, the one where they're okay. sitting by the by the TV. And that was like a couple years ago. But I think that was from Spike. Yeah, that was from the Spike TV Video Game Awards. It was pretty much like that. But the whole but it was like was that, like yeah. I like that, though. Yeah, where they have like I one person playing, and there's like a bunch of people in chairs, and they just talk about it. And that's the best way to really like... I actually prefer watching that than the trailers. Because like from what I saw in that Zelda trailer, I didn't know, you know, I probably knew about like ten percent about of that game until I watched people actually playing it. I'm like, oh, you can do all this, all this shit. You know, I didn't feel like it really explained a lot, like in in that particular trailer. So I like the to trailer watch. reminded me a little bit of the Chrono Cross trailer. I watched it several times. In oh a yeah, sense that I like uh, it was really epic, like the way the music was, and then it ended on like boom. Oh, sure. It's very well. But the music's really cool, dynamic. Yeah. I, don't know, I highly recommend the Zelda trailer because the music's cool. Yeah, so I put a, I put a link to that to the Zelda trailer on our on our Facebook channel. So if you if you don't know where to find it, you can find it on there. I think every but I feel like anybody who knew anything about Zelda reposted it on whatever Facebook channel that they have or whatever, you know. It was the top it's all over the place. YouTube today. Did you like seeing Box Box Boy? Did you watch any of that stuff? I'm sure you saw that, right? The sequel to Box Boy. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to watch anything about it yet, unfortunately. I did see it was announced. Well, I just remember you you said you liked Box Boy. Like it was I do a, like Box Boy. It was a mention in our top games of last year. Yeah, I'm happy we're getting the sequel. I thought I guess I was under the impression that we already knew we were getting the sequel. I was just waiting to hear about it. Yeah, I don't think we had a date or anything though. I mean I don't think it's completely out of the blue. I think people knew already knew there was a sequel. They just didn't know like when it was releasing, and it's releasing like at the end of this month, so it's right around the corner. Too far from now, so that's cool. I watched the but demo. It's kind of a fun title. I like that they just say "box" twice instead of saying "box boy" too. A box, box boy. Yeah, it's kind of a strange title, but that's how they do it. Yeah, and now now you can now you can spawn boxes from both sides of you. It's like the new thing, so you can so you can do double the boxes that you could in the last one to make it a little more complicated. I watched the demo of that. looks looks fun. You know, looks like regular box boy stuff. I never I never finished the first one, but the first one went on sale. Also, I think it's just only selling for like a couple dollars now on the on the eShop. Like cheap. to go to go in line with the uh, e- with the E three sale. They've been doing this for the past few years, where they just they discount everything that they talk about. So like last year, I got. I got a Fire Emblem Awakening for fairly cheap because they cut it like 40% because they're doing all the Fire Emblem Fate stuff. Same with Star Fox. I bought Star Fox 3D like at that time for cheap as well because I didn't want to pay full price for that because I already had it. But, you know, you can, it's a good time to pick stuff up like that. So it's kind of, it's kind of interesting that, uh, what was it? A uh, paper jam was announced last E3, and now it's already like fifty percent off this year. I guess I mean maybe it didn't sell that well, but it's I don't know. I found that kind of kind of funny a little, a little bit. Oh yeah, but I mean, what Fallout Four, which was a huge Nintendo news, obviously, but you can get Fallout Four for free on Xbox One. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, and that game came out after Paper Jam. 
Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really know, I didn't really want watch much much stuff from the other companies. All I know is that there's like that Spider Man game that looks okay, I guess, and I guess everybody else talked about VR or something. But I, I only I only <laughs> brought that up because it, yeah, it supported the point that sure. the game doesn't have to be shitty or poorly received to go on sale. To go on sale. I just thought it was, it, it was just, it hadn't been out for that long. Normally they don't cut games that are that new that soon, is what I was thinking, you know. So I was just thinking that maybe it didn't sell as well, but. I know Wind Waker was also on sale last year, because that's when I bought it. But Wind Waker had been out for like some years. Like it wasn't the, it wasn't the year that it came out. If you don't have it yet, game's awesome. Oh yeah, because that one's, uh, that one's on sale now too, right? Like I think like all the, most of the Zelda stuff is on sale. Yeah, best sales are the the two Game Boy games, the Zelda games. I think that's a great deal for those two. Oh, for uh, yeah, the Oracle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to. I'd really like to play those again. Like I remember, I remember really enjoy, really enjoying one of them and not finishing the other one. Same thing happened to me. In and fact, I, if I remember correctly, we bought. The we, well, we both bought one. We both. We each bought one and then traded them when they came out. And I thought about doing a doing an episode about those in the future. But I remember, I remember, we, yeah, we bought both of them. And uh, I think it was Seasons that I played first. And you yeah. got Ages, right? Correct. And I liked and I enjoyed Seasons a lot more than Ages. But I I, li- I listened to a podcast somewhere with with a, where a guy was talking about. He said they were his favorite Le- Zeldas, and he said that they were both modeled after different types of Zelda games. Like one of them was more modeled after the old school Zelda games where there's like no real no real direction, like you they kind of just put you in there and you go and try to find it on your own. And the other one was tr- was supposed to be more of like a modern adaptation of Zelda. And that's why they can play play differently. Is what he yeah, said. Yeah, and I loved Ages. Uh I played all the way through that, but I couldn't get I, I had a hard time getting into seasons, so we were at the complete opposite. Yeah. But I'd love to I'd totally love to get into it again. I've been uh, I I mean I have a uh, I have Link's Awakening. I've never okay. beat. I never beat that game. I always kind of wanted to. That. I think I got stuck in like one of the last one of the very last dungeons, like on the copy that I bought from Europe, like way back when. I'd like to get through that one at some point. But but yeah, that that uh, that Oracle sale sounds sounds pretty awesome. There's just too much too much stuff to get for for me right now. But uh, speaking of speaking of Paper Mario, did you watch any of the Color Splash stuff? I watched I watched the demo for it. Well, I saw there was finally a release date. That's what I was happy about. Yeah, it's in it's in October. I'm still not really sold on that game. I think I'm kind of like 60%. I think it looks fucking gorgeous. Like, I think it looks beautiful. But it does very much look like another Sticker Star. Like, 100%. Like, the maps look like Sticker Star. The fights are like Sticker Star. From what I can tell, there's no experience points. So battles are useless again. So it's kind of like... It really irks me because there's parts that... Because I watched, like, from watching the demo of it, there's some really, really, really gorgeous stuff in there. There's these really cool Japanese art parts that are, like, in the in the special moves. There's a part where you, like, ride a dragon, like, with holding a cheeseburger in front of it. And just all this weird, like, Japanese stuff that I love, you know, from, from Paper Mario games. I just wish they wouldn't have, like, murked the battle system so much, you know, to where it's, like, doesn't really matter to fight anybody. So, I don't know. I'm still kind of divided on that one. It's just it just like looks so pretty that it's almost It looks fantastic, man. I'm watching the trailer. Yeah, it almost looks like too pretty to pass to pass on, but man, I wish that they had the they would have left the RPG stuff in there. Cuz it really makes the, cuz there's really no point in battling anybody if you cuz you don't get anything from it. All you do is like lose your paint and then you have to get your paint back. You know, it's the same in Sticker Star. Was was knowing about Sticker Stars, like if you fight somebody you lose all you do is lose your stickers. 
So there's no reason to fight anybody at all, aside from the bosses, because you have to save your stickers for the bosses. And there was also particular bosses where if you didn't have a specific sticker, you couldn't beat them, which made it incredibly annoying. And it kind of looks like this one might kind of be like that, too. So I don't know. I'll wait on it. I think, it, But I do think it looks gorgeous. I just hope it, I don't know, I just hope it plays well, I guess. It looks fantastic, like I just said. It looks yeah. like every time one of these games come out, comes out, people are like, this looks like paper. This really looks like paper, and well, this one's HD too, and it just looks. Yeah, so I watched the cutscenes, and it just looks like so good. This like looks it like looks, a, it really looks like a diorama that someone yeah, made. Yeah, it looks really, really good with the extra fire, with the extra you know hardware power and all that. So I don't know. I have to I have to wait on that one. But you should yeah totally watch you know watch the demos of all of these like of any game that you're list that you're interested in because they'll actually get into like some of the nitty gritty stuff of the of the uh, gameplay and I think I find it interesting. And they talked to the they had like one of the one of the designers like this lady who's like one of the main designers of it were on there and she was talking about why they did whatever they didn't really get into like why they took the rpg stuff out but it does look cool though be out in a couple months so there's another one for the end of the year you know october something to look forward to yeah it's something to look forward to i just hope it ends up being good and not not like sticker star which ended up just being a disappointment for me which i got into before one thing i do think looks pretty awesome is that uh ever oasis game that that i saw that that was the new ip that we didn't know about yeah, completely new IP directed by the guy who created the Mana series, uh, Secret of Mana on Super Nintendo. He's the director of that. Plus, like all the other ones, there was a sequel, the Sword of Mana on Game Boy Advance was one, and there was a DS one as well. But th- yeah. there's like there's like ten different of ones of them, I guess. There's like PlayStation I One, PlayStation Two. I have one of the Mana games on DS. You probably had the DS one then. It's a Japanese copy of it because yeah, I remember you could buy the uh, import, and it's it's not region locked. No, and the import was it was super cheap. It was like eight or nine dollars, I think. Like, and it was some special deal on this website. And IGN published an article like, "You can get this game now for nine bucks." Yeah, I remember Should that. Play it. And it was pretty much like you know, it was playable, but but you have no idea what's going I on. I stopped pretty soon. Yeah, because it was all in Japanese. And it was yeah, hard to I ended up. Uh, I, I bought that game. I bought the English version of that game for one of my nieces for Christmas or for like her birthday. So I remember that. That was pretty cool. I forget which one it was though. It was um, oh, there's even there's even a Japanese iOS game called Rise of Mana that's free to that's free to play, which just came out like a couple years ago. But this guy also did Mystic Quest, which I find impressive. Uh, uh, Child, Children of uh, Children of Mana was the one that he did on DS. Was the one that you got the um, Japanese copy. Japanese version of. Yeah, he also he worked on uh, Final Fantasy Adventure on Game Boy and Mystic Quest, which came out later, which. You're more of a fan of than I am, but it but it is kind of mostly for nostalgia's sake. I mean, it, it's a it's a full fledged RPG. It's just sort of really dumbed down. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really dumbed down. See, I I, the, I just came at it at the wrong time. Like if it was if I, if I would have came at that first and hadn't played like four and six already, I probably would have enjoyed it more. But it kind of like I was already like you know big into Final Fantasy and RPGs when I came to that one. I was so it's kind of like wasn't really into it but it, i think it has an interesting developed story and it's you know it's basically like the final fantasy adventure game boy games which were basically dumbed down versions of final fantasy i mean it's a different story but they made it a little bit less deep you know just so so it can be portable that type of thing but yeah it's it's super cool yeah he's works for grezzo now which they did didn't grezzo do the uh didn't they do the 3ds ports of uh zelda as well like a majora's mask and ocarina of time i believe I'm not sure. I think they did. I think they worked on those, if I if I remember correctly. This game looks great. It's 
It reminds me a little bit of Animal Crossing. I'm sure other people have said that already. As far yeah. as like seeming to be like building a home base, pretty much and populating it with other creatures. Yeah, it's like it's that game that I that I talked about before that that the game I always wanted to play, where I can like do Animal Crossing stuff in town, but you can leave and do dungeons also. I always thought that would that was like a perfect mix for a game. Where you could do like which in a way field. reminds me of uh, what's that Harvest Moon Rune Factory, which they kind of tried to do that, where it was like a normal Harvest Moon game, but then you had dungeons. Yeah, I always wanted to play that, but I didn't actually play it. A lot of people have been comparing it to Fantasy Life, which I haven't played, but I want to play on, on 3ds, which is similar, where it's like an RPG sim game where you can like you can basically do whatever you want, like you can stay in town and like start shops, or you can like go out and fight monsters or that type of thing. But I'm really excited to to play to play Ever Ever Oasis. I think it's it's awesome. It looks cool. Did they get a release date for that one? There's no, yeah, there's no release date yet. It just says like quarter or whatever next year. I know. I, I saw that there was a, a release date set for Federation Force. Did they show a demo of that? Uh, not one that I saw, but I might have missed it. If there was, I'd like to see it. But I, I don't, I don't remember seeing it anywhere. What is what is the date for that? For the Federation Force, you know? I guess this was announced before E3, August nineteenth. Oh, okay, that's cool. So I got, you know, that's, uh, I'm still, yeah, I think that game looks alright. But from what, from what I saw, there wasn't really any demos of that for this, for this year. The, um. They still are like treating that like, they're just being really careful about that, so they just left it out of this presentation. They might do a separate, they might do a separate thing about it. Cause they did do, I, I watched some like demo stuff of it from, I don't remember which, it was from one, I don't think it was E3 of last year, I think it was another thing, but I did watch the demo stuff of it and it does look really cool. Like if you watch the actual levels that are in there, it looks fun. I've, I mean, I've, I'm totally down to play it. I'm, I'm, I would like to buy it when it comes out. So I think, I think it looks great. Um, speaking of like online 3DS stuff, there was a Monster Hunter was there. I didn't really watch any of the trailers for that. Did you watch any of the trailers for Monster Hunter Generations? I didn't, but I did see you could get a demo for it. Did you? Can you get it? Because I got a letter from Nintendo with a demo code on it. Oh, you did? Is that the only way you can get it right now? Like, I got an early access one. No, I didn't get that email. Um, the other way you get it is through the current Humble Bundle. They have an E3 Humble Bundle you can get. Oh, okay. Pay more than, I think it's the whatever the middle, because they always list three tiers. I think the middle tier has the... Uh, the demo for Monster Hunter on it. Oh, okay. What's on the What's in the eighth, What's on the E three Humble Bundle? Is it all Nintendo stuff, or is it just a mixture? No, of... that's the only Nintendo thing, and it's oh, okay. mostly like, from what I gather, it's mostly like add ons to get other games. Like it's kind of one of those packs that's a lot of extra content, and then like some subscription stuff. Like you get like a month of Steam Premium or something like that. Oh, okay. So it's well, a lot of like subscription based and like download based. Stuff. Well, I have a. They sent me two codes, so I'll I'll uh, text you the code. If you wanted, if you want to download it, nice, and then we can like play on. We should play online or something at some point. Try it out. Yeah, man. I've uh, I, I've been, uh, you know, Monster Hunter is kind of like it's like Dragon Quest in in Japan. You know, it's like almost as popular, if not more popular. And I've I love Dragon Quest, but I, I just I haven't gotten there with with Monster Hunter yet. But I'm, I'm trying to. I really am. But but it's I'm not that good at it. The game's pretty hard. But each it seems like each iteration of it makes it a little bit easier. I was like really really close to almost buying a Monster Hunter Four Ultimate for 3DS for a while because that one keeps going on sale. But I think I'll I think I'll buy Generations when that one comes out. 
just and try to get into it again. I have Monster Hunter 3 or Monster Hunter Try for Wii and Wii U, <laughs> both versions. I played the Wii one longer than the Wii U one, but the Wii U, Wii U one was on sale for like $5, so I picked it up on there also, and I think I only paid like 10 for the Wii one. But I don't know. That's one of those games that like I wish that I that I wish that I was more into than I am because it's huge in Japan. I just can't I just haven't got into it yet, but I didn't like, start out on the PlayStation, the original PlayStation. Uh, Monster Hunter? I uh, I think so, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I it's it sounds about right. I I'm sure it did. Also, is Generations is it a uh, compilation kind of game or is it a completely new entry? I no, it's not a compilation thing. It's it's a new entry. But it's it supposed says Generations, to... which makes me Well, in the uh, in uh in Japan it's called Monster Hunter Cross. Okay. Is what it's called. So, mod like Monster Hunter X, you know. And they were already like getting this they were getting this game before like we got four. Yeah, the the Monster Hunter Cross has been out in Japan for like a year, for like over a year now. Like the version of the one that we're getting has been out over there for a long time. Because I was listening to, whenever I first started listening to 8.4 Play, like they were talking about Monster Hunter all the time. Because that's what... First Monster Hunter was PlayStation 2. It was? Okay. In 2004. Alright, yeah, that makes sense. But there was one release for the Wii. Yeah, because there's the Wii one. But I think the, but now they're, they seem to be strictly like 3DS based now. Because that's you know that sells really well in Japan and everybody likes that. Then they just like directly port it to the consoles. Yeah, and then they do the cross the cross play thing, which is nice. Well, they did it for Monster Hunter Three, but Four wasn't wasn't on consoles, and uh, I don't think Generations will be either. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. X. but three, but three had that. I don't know. Probably not. I mean, it seems to be work work better as a portable game than a console game. I don't know. We'll see. The uh, I guess there was a trailer for a. Uh, adjust like the new just dance and it said for nintendo nx on it so there's another uh <laughs> there's another game they got on there i, I saw I, I read i saw an interview with um was it ea one of, it was one of those it, it might have been ea it was one of the you know one of the companies that normally it was either ea or ubisoft they're saying that that they felt like nintendo that the nx was kind of gonna be is gonna they said it's gonna capture the family market like the Wii did from what they've heard of development kits that they have oh right i saw that so yes. That's kind of uh, yeah. That kind of scares me. It's blue ocean all over again. Yeah, I'm like uh, motion controls. Well, Link is Link is using his right hand for the for the know, for the swords that's... now. Which I was actually uh, wondering, which I was going to yeah. say, well, we got Zelda shit. Yeah, we'll get. We'll get... going to be left-handed. Maybe that wouldn't make any sense. Uh, let's just control. let's just get through. Let's just get through the rest of the stuff real quick right. before we get to Zelda. I know it's a big topic. Uh, we'll, we'll get to it eventually. There's just a couple, uh, just a couple things I want to mention. Um, Dragon Quest Seven finally got a release date. I'm excited about that. Uh, a lot, yeah, September 16th. It's a lot, a lot later than I thought, but that's fine. Now I have time to beat three through six in the meantime, and nine. I'm still playing nine as well, but I think I'm towards the end of nine or close to the end of nine. You beat two on the GBA, right? Yeah, I beat I beat two on the GBA. I beat one on the NES. I'm playing three on Game Boy Color right now, and and I'm playing Dragon Quest Nine on on DS also, like pretty much the same time. But can I've been playing Game Boy Color on the Game Boy Player. Yeah, yeah, you can play everything on the Game Boy Player, but the, but it looks yeah, the game looks the best on the Game Boy Player. Like it looks really nice on there. I think it's a really pretty game custom, for Game Boy like, Color. Does it have custom borders? Yeah, I normally just use the map border for RPG games. You know, like the the whatever that has like the brown border that has like the written whatever. It looks like a map. It looks like a treasure map. 
But uh, yeah, that's that got a release. Uh, was it Yokai Watch Two got a release? Was um, Yokai Watch One wasn't on? Isn't isn't on? It isn't like discounted? Is it on the eShop? I don't think it is. Because if it would, because that's a game I still want to play. Really, it just wasn't like it wasn't necessarily rated high enough for me to pay full price for it. But I still would really like to play it because I think it's an interesting idea, and I like the idea of like collecting ghosts. You know, and like, and they're kind of like gremlin ghosts that go around and like mess with things. And I, I think it's a cool story, you know, from what I heard of it. And I really want to play the first one. You know, if it gets cheaper, I'd like to buy it. But Yokai Watch 2 looks cool. They're doing two versions of it the Fleshy Souls and Bony Spirits, which I think is pretty funny <laughs> as names. Wow. But I don't know. Yeah, the first, I guess apparently the first one tanked pretty, pretty badly. But they're still, they got faith in it, so they're gonna, still gonna try to, cause it's like huge in Japan, like it's up there with like, you know, it's, it's basically did like what Pokemon did here over there. So they kind of thought that that would, the, the same thing would happen, but it's not really, it's not really performing like Pokemon. But they kind of thought it was gonna be like a new Pokemon for America, but I don't know. Maybe hopefully the second game is a little bit better because from what I gathered on it, you don't really have full control over your yokai while you're playing, and I think that was like the, main gripe about it it isn't as precise as like pokemon where it's like all you know it's all down to the strategy and like using specific moves because in that one it's kind of a little more random like on the first one so a lot of people were upset about that but hopefully the second one's good it looks cool september 30th is the release date on that so i don't know if it had a release date before but it does now so they did some you know more demo stuff on that so and i think what what do we got left uh fire emblem uh, the the uh, tokyo mirage sessions i watched a demo on that i'm still not really sure how that game works but i still really want it so <laughs> it's still it's still on my list just because super japanese turn-based rpg that's like my favorite genre of, of games so sign sign me up for that one did you watch any of the trailers or demos for that no i haven't seen a trailer for that since the last time they showed it but it does seem like a the kind of game you just have to learn i don't know it's a learning experience because it's going to be completely different yeah i watched game. yeah i watched part of the demo and there was a part in the story where one character has to kiss this other character in this tv show and they don't want to do it and you say oh, you're that you're going to do it but this demon's like forcing you to do it and then all of a sudden you like transform he transforms into this monster and then you're in this fight and then you're battle in this battle fighting him it's like what happened i'm like i don't know what's going on in this game but it looks great it looks insane and i can't wait to play it <laughs> but uh yeah, that's, I'm still, I'm still like have no idea what's going on in that game, but I don't, I don't think I will until I actually get my hands on it. But from what I heard from Hosea on IGN, he said that like, I guess he expected it to be not that good, but he said it's a lot better than he thought it was. So, and as promised, I just, I think, I think it looks cool. I mean, Japanese, Japanese idols, Fire Emblem characters, whatever. <laughs> It looks fun. I'm, ex- I'm excited for it. But I think uh, if there isn't anything I forgot, we can move on to the top of our week of the week after this. Is there any games that you think that I missed that you know of that were on E3? Nope. I can't think of anything. All right. Well, let's take a quick break then, and then we'll get to the topic of the week. Great time. Zelda, Zelda Wii U. We finally got to see it. What do you think? Well, they certainly weren't kidding when they said we're going to see a lot of this game. 
Yeah, I think the timing was kind of weird on the first day where like it was like one Zelda thing after another Zelda thing after another Zelda thing. Uh, maybe if they mixed it up with the other stuff that we saw today, it would have been a little bit better and felt like less too much Zelda. But I absolutely loved watching people watching them play it though. Like just watch, just oh, watching like because it's the game is fucking gorgeous. Like it looks it looks beautiful. It looks like an anime. Like uh, we were watching it with Jess and she's like, yeah, that looks like a that looks like an anime movie. You know, because it's like art style is incredible. Like it's. You could burn grass now. That's awesome. You know, like, it's yeah. insane. And then use I, wind to control the burn. Yeah. 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 That was, I, I watched uh, where, yeah, you can like, where the wind can like, could, where the fire can like just keep going through the grass. Like to another, you can set up like chain reactions. Like I like Bill Trennan, Bill Trennan when he uh, set off those bombs or when he set off the barrel. Did you see that? Yeah. Where he made kind of a fuse out of other yeah, items. He, he, he like threw a couple clubs next to the fire and it, and blew himself up because it like one burned to another and burned to like all these explosive barrels and then he, and then he exploded. I did like yeah. when his, uh, his time limit ran out because he forgot to turn the, that feature off. Oh Yeah. Did you, did you hear uh, i don't know if this is true or not but i saw online that somebody tried to steal the demo like tried to put it on an sd card and got caught i did like see I, a rumor about that i thought somebody, yeah somebody it. was trying to i don't know maybe they like jumped in the menu and like tried to copy it i don't know or maybe they had some sort of it wouldn't it doesn't surprise me i'm sure somebody would be in there trying to get a hold of the demo i really wish they would have I mean, they don't, but it would be so cool if they would release it like as a free demo, like right now, I like, thought that, they were like that plateau thing. That would be so. That would be so cool. It's just like so much shit you can do in there. I mean, I don't. Hopefully, we cover everything, like from from what we saw. But yeah, like um, you, you, you're basically you can loot now. You know, you could find like you have to find clothes. You know, did you notice? Um, I mean, did you, like right off the bat when they started playing, I noticed the temperature gauge, which they got into later. But you, you saw that in the corner, right? Where yeah, you tell you like on, how like, hot. heavy you have to like put on a quilted shirt if you go into the cold, or you'll yeah. start to lose health. You can actually, as long as you have a, um, I watched a, I watched a play, I watched them playing like in they were they were showing like what you can do. You can eat hot peppers to keep yourself warm while not wearing the quilted shirt. And oh, if cool. you have if you have a torch, if you have a lit torch, that'll keep you warm. Also, as long as you're near as long as you're near fire, you can uh, you can stay warm without wearing specific clothes. So if you like light, if you like light a torch on fire and carry that around, that'll keep you warm. So I was watching uh, Audrey Drake from IGN. Who works for, or used to be from IGN, works for Nintendo now. She was running around in the, in the, uh, in the winter area with shirtless Link and, uh, just showing like what you can do, what you could do to keep him alive while he's just wearing his underwear, which is pretty cool. But yeah, she got into like, you can eat the berries or you could eat the hot peppers to keep him warm. And you can also, if you have the, if you have the torch, he'll stay, he'll stay warm. Building a fire also helps, which I thought was really cool where you can like hit the, all you have to do is hit the flint. Like next to the wood, and you collect can collect wood and all that, and it'll automatically make a fire. I was gonna say uh, because there was a whole lot of gossip going around online that you could be either uh, male or female. Lead yeah, that was a rumor. Um, I saw like right after I I saw the beginning part of everything, um, and then they did the first like the break. So I started going to other sites while I was waiting for for the next, you know, for them to play more. Sure. Um, I saw several different articles on the internet that were like, "Why Link can't be a girl?" Exposés or whatever about it. And my first thought was like, "Oh, because he, yeah, because he's not wearing a shirt, right?" Is that what they're going to say? <laughs> no, yeah. all those articles that I've checked out are a little more. I don't. They go more into the them wanting to maintain the, the character they've had the whole time and all that stuff. Sure, I, I think it's. I think they could easily do it since it's a different Link every generation. It could I be a female. To. 
easily, you know, no big deal. Especially but, in a game like this that they're they're saying is not completely story driven. Like there is a story, but you can beat the game without yeah. getting full story. Well, I want there to be a story. I mean, I don't want it to be. Oh, we all. I, mean, do. I, I, I just I understand they're taking like inspirations from Skyrim and all that, but I don't really, you know, I don't really like Skyrim, so I don't want it to get too Skyrim. I want it to still be like Zelda, you know. I want it to still be like interesting and like have creative characters and all that. From which and from which from what I saw, it looks like it does. How did you feel when you finally saw the title? You know, the title was kept Breath, Breath of the wraps. Wind, right? Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, yeah. Reminds me of that song, like that Into the Wild song. <laughs> well, yeah, that was like a Call of the Wild, the Jack London book. Oh, yeah, sure. Dance with Wolves was the sequel to that, which they made in the movie with Kevin Costner. <laughs> nice. But uh, um, also, yeah. Breath being like, you know, wind, reminds me of wind. Which yeah, Wind of the, wind of the Wild. have some shit in it that definitely makes me think of Wind Waker. Oh, sure. Yeah, what, actually, I was trying to think, uh, no, actually, when I was watching the demo, I mentioned it to Jess, I'm like, this game kind of reminds me a lot of Wind Waker without the water, right? You know, because you have the different, like, outlook posts, like, with the character, with the guys in it, and you beat them and you get the dungeons. Did you kind of feel a little, little, yeah. little bit of, uh, deja vu there? Like, with the, when they're going through. And then, of course, you see the, uh, the Kokiri child. Yeah, I was, I was, like, so excited when I saw him. I was like, oh, look, it's the, it's the tree spirits. That's so cool. That's it exact character model from the wind waker what do you think uh i had some theories about the timeline because i think it's i think it might be well i think it's like post ocarina of time pre wind waker is what i think where like the world's kind of destroyed but it's not flooded yet that's what i was kind of thinking because you can see those parts happening because ganon supposedly is locked in he's locked in hyrule castle right oh yeah he would would he would he be sealed still in that time i don't know i I haven't fully got into the timeline on the different things but i mean it but it it gives it it makes it makes me feel like it's the ruined version of another game you know because there's parts of dungeons that you can go into that are destroyed but there's still like a room there or like a hallway you know you could you could see that and and i'm pretty sure that temple is the temple of time the one that he looked at, the one that you could see on the horizon, you know, the, yeah. uh, the temple that they saw. I'm pretty sure that's the Temple of Time. Well, they said it was. Well, Death, sure Death Mountain's there. Yep. I mean, Death Mountain is there, but there's a, you know, and then there's like that broken wall area that could be like one of the bridges. I don't know. Or maybe it's, or maybe it's post like Twilight Princess or something. But it's I definitely see like. line where the, where like there's these two like twin mountains off in the, the distance you can see from the plateau, and they're the same as the art in uh, the first Zelda game. The yeah, they, release. yeah, they mentioned that though through the the demo, one of the demos, they mentioned that 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 yeah. that, uh, that that beginning part where he's where he like sits on, on the cliff and it goes around. That was inspired by that that old picture of Link, like from the eighties. And uh, interesting, interesting thing. Uh, I think that old man is like the is the old man is like well, not the same old man, but they kind of it's right. like uh, it's dangerous to go alone. Yeah, that guy. Uh, when you run into him, because they talk about that, they're like, "Well, the other one, you know, you start off and then you go in a cave. This one, you start in a cave and then you go out and then you see the old man instead of like yeah. starting out and then going into cave." But I think that's a reference to the NES one, that old man dude there. Which when I first saw him, I was like, "I wonder if that's a link too," because I don't right. know if you, I don't know if you played. Did you play enough? Of, well, you played uh, Link Between Worlds, of course, right on 3DS. Yeah. Did you find Link? Like he's, a, you know, that Link is in there. Like the Link from A Link to the Past is like that old guy that you talked to about the shadow, about the yep. street pass battles and all that. So I thought maybe they were doing that again. You know, where like there's a Link, an older Link, and maybe that's the guy, that guy that's hanging out. That's maybe like, all he did was just monitor your shrine to make sure like, yeah. it didn't 
destroyed. Sure. And he's like the only real, uh, the only real person in that demo, aside from like the monk guys from the, sh- you know, from the shrine. Which they certainly don't seem, seem like real people. They're like statuesque. Yeah. They don't their mouth when they speak. There's a little little bit of uh, voice acting in the beginning there. Yeah. I'm wondering. I'm wondering how much there's going to be. I hope. I hope that like for the main big scenes they'll do they'll do it. You know, like for the major like drama dramatic points. Because obviously the old man. You know, they're not going to have everybody have voice acting. The old man isn't talking. The the monk guys don't talk either. But I don't know. It's cool. It's cool to have some in there. I guess. I like someone. That he, uh, someone that was playing the demo. I can't remember. It may have been Audrey who said that. Uh, that the voice you hear at the beginning was one of those monks in the uh, in the shrines. Oh, the guy who the guy who tells you to wake up at the beginning. Yeah, but it's a it's a woman's voice, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is a woman's voice. So that's why I was confused. She said that. She says, well, that's- yeah, cause, well, and well, when you see those guys, they don't talk. They like they like kind of chant. They go like, you know, like that yeah. when they talk. So I thought they were speaking in a different language when you, you know, that they were saying what they're saying to you, but they're saying it in whatever their monk chant chant. Yeah, and I think is. the Sheikah Slate has a translation app. Yeah, so. the, she, the Sheikah Slate. That's a totally, you know, totally with the Wii U remote. That's how they worked yes. it in there is the Sheikah Slate. I thought that was kind of cute. Where, so it's that, like, where it's like, oh, yeah, there it is. So that, and uh, that doesn't... Like the Sheikahs, the Sheikahs were like, you know, the ancient yeah. warriors. Oh, of course. Yeah, Sheik of the Sheikahs. That's why I always thought that was a bad name for Zelda to use when she was undercover. Like yeah. Sheik of the Sheikahs? Come on, man. <laughs> that like, can't be a real, it can't be Huma, a real name. Huma of the humans. Yeah. As a, as a human character. Well, Impa, uh, Impa's Sheikah, but she's, you know, Impa's a cool name. It's, yeah, the, the Sheikah slate looks super cool. Um, I like, I guess you can up, you can upgrade it in different ways. Can you, yeah, you use it to, you use get, it to open shrines? You get that magnetic ability where you can pick shit up. Oh yeah, that looks really cool too. Yeah, the magnet where you can move metal stuff. It's called like, it's called Magnesis or something like that, or Magnesia. Yeah, it's Magnesis. Yeah, yeah. It's either Magnesis or Magnesia. It's not Magnesia. It's not Magnesia? <laughs> That's milk of Magnesia, which is used to like cure diarrhea. Oh, sure. Yeah, that, that's a cool. That's a cool weapon. So Ganon is Ganon is the villain of this, right? Like they haven't yeah, really I, hidden that at all. No, and you'll see that in the uh, the the uh, monks that speak to you in the shrines. They mention like how they were they're there to uh, help out the hero that wants to destroy Ganon. So they're specifically like s- suspended in the temples to aid you in destroying Ganon. So he destroyed the world, right? Like he's that's the reason that's that what the, everything's broken. That's what the old man tells you when you exit the cave that. Hundred years ago, Calamity Ganon. So this is like Super Ganon, I guess. Calamity Ganon. He's a cousin to Calamity Jane from uh, yep. Death Race Two Thousand. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, he was her older brother that like went to Hyrule. But anyway, he yeah. <laughs> laid he laid waste to it, and uh, they couldn't beat him, so they sealed him in Hyrule Castle. So he is sealed inside of Hyrule Castle, but he's getting stronger. So Link's job is to like kill him before he like gets out of Hyrule Castle and destroys the world. Because the rest of the world, like it mostly got destroyed, but it's like starting to come back. But Ganon's still like building power, and you have to defeat it. So he's like he's not sealed, right? He's just like hanging out on his throne wherever. Is basically what's going well, he's on. Sealed. He's, not... he's sealed in Hyrule Castle. He can't get out of Hyrule. Oh, okay. So somebody sealed him in there, but it wasn't Link, maybe, or we don't know. Yeah, we don't know, but we just know that he's trapped in the ruins of the castle. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see any of that. Like all I remember, like because I was watching the demo, all I remember is the old man being like, "I'm, a, I'm just an old lonely man." I don't remember him saying anything about Ganon, but I must have missed whatever. I think it was really said that about people posted about uh, their playthroughs that they've done. Oh, okay. Yeah, all, the only thing I really watched was the Nintendo demos. Like from the people who work there, so I didn't really look outside of that. Aside from like the NVC group, but yeah, 
That's cool. Ganon's so back again. Know, so we know we're fighting Ganon, and we know that he is most likely, I think, the big cloudy area. I think that might be where he is. Oh, the area that's glowing, like like the big yeah with the with the. I don't know. I was hoping that was the alien area. <laughs> that's where you find the uh, where you find like the tech aliens or whatever. I don't know. We'll see. But the Sheikas are actually like an alien race in this game. It, Maybe. Could be. It's a good idea. I like that you can climb everything now. That you don't need vines to climb. It's pretty awesome. Did you watch any of the battle stuff with the with the rock monster returning again from Metroid Prime? <laughs> it's Thardis. He, he's, 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 he's come back. But yeah, the, did you watch him, like, how you can climb the rock monster and you, like, strike the flint on his back to kill him? Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a puzzle, which is nice. Oh, yeah. It's- any good boss fight should be. Did you notice? It's like the like a creature from a uh, Galaxy Quest. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, Galaxy Quest slash Metroid Prime slash. It's got to got to keep bringing that rock monster back. I like you can find weapons now. Like they all have different levels. You know, so yeah. when you get it, it shows you like the level of it. So it's more it's more RPG stuff. You know, it did remind me of Wind Waker in that aspect because you could take your enemies' weapons. You can, but you can actually keep it now. Right, and, and, and you it don't, adds stats. And, and you don't drop it every time you yell at somebody. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> like in Wind Waker. And the coolest weapon ever was the Stalfos, the Stalfos arm. Oh, yeah. That moves. He didn't like moves death. while you hold it. That's so cool. You can like pull his arm off and beat him with it. <laughs> and then it's trying to like grab your ass while you have it on your back. Yeah, like moves, like while you, like while you have it on your back and while you're holding it, it's just like kind of flailing around. So cool, like super, super cool. Yeah, I love like I love how you can find you can find armor that has different. When I first saw the numbers on the armor, I was I wondered if it was a durability thing, sort of like sort of like Fire Emblem, you know, where it's like you get a sword and it says yeah. ten on it, and you use it ten times before it breaks. Because I know stuff breaks on there, but it's just like you know damage damage level. I think know, so like because the defense the shield, level and all that. Shield is both armor and a kind of a vehicle. And it takes damage when you use it. As yeah, you, you can surf on the shield. They totally, uh, they totally went that route again. Well, in, in Twilight Princess, you sh- you surf on a piece of ice. I know in yeah. the in the episode we did, I said his shield, but I was you know referencing Legolas. But now you can actually <laughs> surf on your shield in this one, which is pretty awesome. That's a nice, that's a cool little uh, little like fun thing that that you can put in there and do do flips. That's a nice like you know nice. Once little, again, nice there was a uh, someone. Something on the internet, someone posted a scene from the original cartoon where Link's like running and he like throws a bomb in front of him and then he jumps onto his shield and bounces off the explosion of the bomb and like flies on his shield. Oh, and he can actually do that now? Yeah, except I don't know if you use the bomb, but it was, you know, 1988 or whatever when that cartoon came out. Well, he is right-handed now. Like He is right-handed now, like he was in the cartoon. He was right-handed in the cartoon. Maybe they'll turn his hair to brown also and it'll just be, and he'll just say, excuse me, princess, and then we'll have an awful game. Maybe that's why he's not, you know, you don't have the voice acting yet. His very first line is when he sees says, Well, excuse me, princess. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, it's not like that. The game is so pretty, though. It's and this a- game, I, I, I don't know if you've ever played the game Crystalis on NES. I've heard you talk about it, but I've not played it. But it's like well, this, like it's a big open area? The oh, Not necessarily, but the opening reminds me a lot of it. Because in that game, you wake up, you know, there's some there's some kind of uh, apocalyptic event that happens, and then you've been in stasis. Oh. And you wake up, and you don't know why. Like, you don't know why you're there. And, like, you come out of this cave, and there's someone standing there, and they see you, and they run off. Oh. So that's why it reminded me of 
that because, you know, the old man kind of walks away when he sees you first. You can run and talk to him. It's the same in Crystalis, like you find that person in a town, which is right by the cave, but there's no town in this game. Oh, interesting. Well, not yet. Yeah. I mean, there, there's going to be a town somewhere. It really reminded I me I think, of unless it's destroyed too, but... I expect there to be a Kakariko village somewhere, right? We gotta have some sort of mini game where we shoot stuff, maybe, right? I don't know. Maybe a ruined village. Yeah, like a ruined village, maybe. I, I'm feeling, I'm wondering how many people are alive in there. I guess that's gonna be part of the story, but yeah, he, uh, it also, it, you could, it also kinda reminded me of like Mass Effect, too. Like, I know, I know, I know Mass, in the second one, you like wake up in a, in like a medical, bed thing that's sort of like that because like when you f- make your characters like they're reconstructing your character like he died in the first one or whatever he's come back to life it's kind of like that and when i saw the pot i thought like i was like well, was that the lazarus pool from like from like batman that's like did he die and they put him in there and he came back to life like uh wrestle cool stuff that also happens in a uh, half-life too oh we, 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 we wake up in uh in a bed or whatever yeah i think that yeah i think it probably happens in a lot of games it does and that's one thing about like as great as this game looks i am a little i don't i wouldn't say i'm put off but i'm a little like skeptical that you know nintendo usually being the ones to lead the charge like there are a lot of things from other games i can see in this but that's okay like they're they're being open about everything sure but i feel like it's i mean i feel like they do it i've i feel like they'll do it better you know they will i mean that's what i like about it because there's more art to it and it and it works it works better as a game you know and have better control and all that but i think the main reason it, ha- it has to be right-handed because of how the gamepad is set up you can't switch the the buttons around on the gamepad so i do wonder if like maybe the way that an x controller is set up possibly you could do a left-handed mode maybe i just i don't understand why this is right-handed though like there's no reason for it to be right-handed on wii on wii u unless the nx is like a motion-based thing again and that's why they did that I don't know. It just kind of irked me because I'm left-handed and I always I liked I always liked that Link was left-handed. Yeah, I'm Unless, really curious if they're gonna flip around like the opposite of what they did with Twilight Princess, where you know he was right-handed on Wii, but he was left-handed on the the previous generation. So maybe they're gonna do the opposite. Maybe he'll be left-handed on the NX version. Yeah, but the only reason he was right-handed was because of the motion control. This is the, this is the only reason. Like if it was if the if and the he's Wii... right-handed now because of the layout of the buttons. That's what that's what they're saying. Oh, that's that's what they think. That's what See, a, that's what a, a, oh how do you say Aonuma? Aonuma, yeah, E.G. Aonuma. Yeah, he, said, he said in terms of right-handedness of things when we think about which hand Link is going to use, we think about the control scheme with the gamepad. The buttons you'll be using to swing the sword on the right side. Oh, because he's handed. But they've always been on the right side. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of weird. It's just kind of weird for them to switch it now, you know. Since he always, it was he always was left-handed because Miyamoto's left-handed. Like that was the whole reasoning of it, you know. Was it just? It's I, I miss it. Maybe you can find a magician that will that will make you left-handed somewhere in there. That'd be cool. It's just kind of weird to see it to see it back in the right hand. Yeah, I don't know if it has anything to do with the, what the NX will be, and I. Or what? I don't know. I don't. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll find out for sure. I like that the stamina meters back. Like I'm totally into that. Like that was that was a cool thing that I liked for um, Skyward Sword. It's in this one. The little the little stamina, stamina thing. That reminds me out of uh, Shadow of the Colossus because Shadow of the Colossus is a similar. Well, yeah, it has the hand. It has the hold the hold meter or whatever that you can only hold for so long. But it's just like I just liked it because you move faster and and Skyward Sword. And then most games had it before that, you know, like Call of Duty has that type of thing. It has like it has like a sprint meter or whatever. I like that you can only climb so high or like you can only climb as long as your stamina meter goes. But I'm sure it'll upgrade like as the game 
as the game progresses. And yeah. you can and you can make I like how you can like make your own like meals that'll give you different things. There was something in the game in the demo that reminded me of of Star Tropics. They almost pretty much pulled it from Star Tropics. The uh you know how you can make how you can cook specific mushrooms that give you that give you more health than you have and you'll have like six hearts instead of three. That yeah. was like that's that was in Star Tropics when you took the uh when you took the red pill, like they had that pill that you took. I don't know if you got that far yet. It's in it's in the it's in the alien world. But you find this you find this pill that basically gives you full life whether you have full life or not, so you get all of your hearts. And they kind of like slowly trickle away and then you go back to how many you've collected, but that's yeah, that's kind of take Star Tropics. Even though in this one the hearts stay until you get hit. They don't actually trickle away, but it reminded me of that power up from Star Tropics. And it's like the uh, the super mushroom or whatever it was called in uh, Mario Galaxy, where you get the extra. Oh yeah, we get the extra three hits. Double your hits. Yeah, uh-huh. sure. What was it? Uh, I wrote down the. I wrote down a couple of the uh, mushroom names. I know. I know Stamella was one of them. Oh, Stamella and Rushroom. Rushroom like, were two of the uh, were two of the power up mushrooms, which is pretty awesome. What do you think? Uh, what do you, here's another idea I had. What do you think? What do you think of it's like? Uh, I thought that you know when he woke up in his little pod area or whatever, it seemed kind of sci-fi for Zelda, which I thought was cool. Like it's kind of science fictiony, like the pod yeah. area that he wakes up in. But what if it's uh, what if it's like a Plato's Cave type thing? What if it's like the Matrix, like Zelda the Matrix or Link the Matrix? You know, what if it's uh, well, what if he's not if the if the world is like created for him and no one else, and it only exists within his mind. Like the Animus or whatever. I guess I didn't, I didn't think that deeply. I mean, my thought was, I mean, similarly abstract that it was a spaceship that he woke up in and he was like kind of in a world of ruin and he would discover like several different versions of Hyrule that were ruined oh, okay. within this world. That was something I kind of thought might happen, but I don't know if that's a reference to any work of fiction. I but, like uh, the, uh, well, I like the idea that you said earlier of, of him like, sheltered possibly in there like maybe that's his bomb shelter and he was put in there and the world was destroyed and he slept for however long there's an interesting idea but i think i think the game is supposed to just start with you in there and you just don't know anything there's no setup or like no cutscene or whatever at the beginning which i think you're in a pool of water and the water drains away which is even almost like yeah alien yeah you know like like i love i love that like it's very spaceshipy you know that the water drains away and you come from suspended animation you travel a really long distance oh, or sure. a lot of times past and like think about like a 2001 where like he wakes up and like everyone else is dead that was sure. suspended animation you know like all this shit happens and you just like you don't even know what's happening you just wake up with him oh yeah and so like that's what this reminds me of like you just wake up with link and he's like uh yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Sure, I was just in a pool with my shirt off, and, um, <laughs> yeah. running around collecting apples. Yeah, and and, and uh, yeah, killing bacoblins or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I like I, I was to say I, I really like the idea of because I heard that they're just they're not going to do they're not going to do like an opening cinematic or anything like that for this. They're just going to drop you right in there, which would be interesting for Zelda because I haven't done that since the first game. But I think well, do you think a, that? Uh, but I think that's that a good shown. thing. That Bill played, like, do you think that's the opening of the game? Yeah. I mean, that's how it opens. I think that's how it opens. I think that's what they were saying, that that is the actual beginning of the game. And you can see, like, when in the playthroughs where people stand out on the edge and look out over the world, like, there's a lot of shit going on beyond the plateau. Yeah, did you and see that? Supposedly it's 1% of the game. Yeah, one of the people, one of the Nintendo people said it was less than 2% was on one of them, so I guess that'd be 1%. And they also said that you could fit, like, Twilight Princess in there 12 times. So Which is, you know, cool. whatever. It's a 10-year-old game, so... Like, the map. Well, they did, they said the same thing for, like, Xenoblade Chronicles X. 
that you could fit like Fallout Four in there like five times, like the like the the space of the map, you know. Yeah. Which I believe because you know Blade Chronicle X is huge, but I mean that's that I like I like that idea. That's cool. And did you notice? Uh, did you notice that area with the glowing pink lights? Like when you were looking around, there's like this sort of like it almost kind of looks like a blob of goo that's like glowing mm-hmm. pink, like it's radioactive. I want to know what's there. Like that, I thought that was the most interesting thing of the skyline that I saw because there's Death Mountain, and you can see like the snow. I like the snow on the uh, on the mountains and all that. Like you know, and there's different areas with different with different um, latitudes, temperatures. Yeah. And uh, I, they also talked about the weather changing, but they didn't do anything yet. Like, because they said that it could be, there could be like some severe weather that you might have to deal with. I'd like to see that also. If there's like, yeah, tor- were, if there's like tornadoes or uh-huh. lightning storms or whatever, like, can you get struck by lightning? Like, that's that's pretty cool. I'd really like it if it played off of the the Wind Waker thing, and you eventually were kind of controlling the weather. Oh Salt yeah, <laughs> that'd be sure. sweet. Hey, you never know. It could be that could be part of your uh, Shika slate. You eventually control the weather. You just have to download the app. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to hook it back up to the ship that you got there in or whatever. But yeah, it looks, looks, looks super cool. We saw the choo-choos are in there. Yeah. Their, their eyes like, like, like blow away when they, when they die. I thought that was kind of crazy looking. Can you collect the eyes? No, <laughs> you can't collect the eyes, but you can make, uh, I mean, you can make potions. I don't know if you can, well, I know you can make choo-choo potions jelly. out of stuff. Yeah. The choo-choo jelly was in Wind Waker, but you can make, I know you can make potions out of like butterflies and stuff like that. And the new one, I saw like I saw like bugs on trees and you know stuff like that. This game really does reference like a lot of Zelda games because you know if you remember correctly, Twilight Princess was like supposed to be kind of like Beastmaster Link. Oh, you could, sure. Like, talk to animals. You dealt with animals a lot in that game. So yeah. they're bringing that back. Like the animals are important to the story. I think sure. And all the wildlife. So that's pretty cool. Like the world is populated with passive and aggressive mobs you're not just dealing with kill everything you see yeah i i have a theory that so you see the mobolins uh where however you say them, the particular moblins they are but uh they're all like kind of like prehistoric looking i don't yeah. know if you notice that like they're wearing like loincloths oh, yeah. Yeah. so i do wonder if as you approach like wherever ganon is trapped if they start to be more organized maybe like more even more civilized like maybe you'll eventually get to like Macablin uh, city or something. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. They're, where they're not like so primitive because they're not living on the outskirts of everything. So maybe you're starting out kind of in the boonies, the ruins of Hyrule, and then like you get off the plateau, and that's when the world that's actually continued to exist. You know, and after the the apocalyptic event, after the destruction, yeah, yeah, maybe you'll see like the civilizations that have risen up to take over the space. Yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe, maybe there's peaceful macablins, you know? Maybe there's, like, a monster village like there was in uh, A Link to the Past. Like, they weren't all nice, but some of them were. Oh, sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. Or, like, or I was thinking, like, uh, Twilight Princess, there's, like, you know, there's areas where where the, where the they're, like, the moblins are, like, gathered together. There's, like, you know, fort structures, or there's, like, yeah. that. There's a, like, like, Wild West town that you went to, and, like, you know, stuff like that where they were kind of, like, living there, like, I'm sure you at least see something similar to that. But I like that idea that you're getting at with, like, you know, different areas where people, you know, where maybe they're a little more civilized depending on where you come to. I kind of, that's like, that's almost like, almost sounds like a Star Trek game or something, you know, which I would love right. to play. Where there's, you know, where they have, like, the different planets that have the different, you know, have progressed, like, in And what if, ways. like, you know, we saw the size of the map and... I certainly didn't think that, you know, Plateau was a small part of the map, but it didn't look like 2% of the map. It looked like more than that. What if there is like a, a dark world that has the same map or whatever, like that we don't know about yet, where there or, is you know, yeah. that alternate timeline or yeah, maybe he goes back in time or forward in time. Or, 
Yeah, I thought about maybe. Yeah, I was thinking like maybe you can go back in time and see like things when they were not destroyed. That, yeah. that that could be interesting. You know, see the world that's not like where everything like and they did they kind of did that a little bit in Twilight Princess also. Yeah. You know, where you go to that area that's destroyed and then you go back in time and go to the go to the you know, you go to the dungeon that was there before. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, there like lots of lots of really cool ideas going with this. What do you think of, what do you think about the shrines that are in there? I heard there's like uh, there's like over 100 of them in there. And, and they're se- and they're separate from dungeons. There are dungeons. Yeah, they are. It's a different thing. So people can't freak out about it. But they're uh I don't know. It looks like well, you collect some power-ups from some of them and then you collect a ball at the end that I don't think does anything unless you get all of them, right? Like whatever the rune is that you correct that whatever goes into your chest. Well, that I think you, get, you have get to collect a monk. certain amount of runes to get uh to get the uh whatever the hang glider thing is that they had. They were like, Oh hey, yeah. So I yeah, think that, you have yeah, to that's cool a certain too. amount of items from shrines before you trade them to the old man for the hang glider thing, and you can get off the plateau to the next Oh, part. okay. Okay, well, that makes sense. That's what I read. Uh, so the shrines are important because, you know, maybe they aren't all necessary to beat the game, but you're going to accumulate shit that you that's going to make the game more fun, probably. And maybe easier, maybe not, but sure. I think that I like the shrines. They're, they're mini dungeons. They're little, yeah. little puzzles within the overworld, which... Once, once again, I just say once again, it kind of reminds me of Wind Waker, you know, where they had like little, little dungeons. Everything yeah. was kind of spread out. The, uh, I like, uh, I like how you can scan the bad guys and actually see their hit points. Like there's never been hit points in, uh, Zelda before. That's pretty cool. And like when you look at the guardians and they have like 500 hit points. Yeah. You know, and there's actually like life bars and all that. I, I like that. I, I dig that. That's cool. That's really, that's really cool. You can scan them with the Sheikah Slate. It's a very progressive Zelda game. It's very much trying to exist in the modern landscape of video games. They are taking, like, you know, very early on in the very first demo they showed when Bill was playing, he was saying, you know, this time we're using technology also. You know, it's not just magic. You know? Yeah, it's kind Whether of... Whether or not... Like, it, it's like Star Trek, like you said. Like, yeah. we don't necessarily know... Or maybe more like Star Wars, actually, where it's like, technically this stuff is depicted as technology, but it's magical. Oh, sure. Well, I think it's... Uh, well, what I was thinking of is, like, Final Fantasy, like Magitech. Yeah. You know, like Final Fantasy VI. We have the magic and technology is combined, and so steampunk. You know, it is steam- steampunk. Uh, yeah, six was steampunk, and seven was more like cyberpunk. But they still, you know, that type of thing kind of reminded me of that, which is cool. As I, I like, I like those games. Uh, w- before we forget, uh, I was gonna say, speaking of like Twilight Princess, they unveiled like what the amiibo does, what Wolf Link amiibo does. You can summon yep. a uh, a buddy, a wolf buddy, to hang out with you. <laughs> that uh, that will stay with you until he dies. Which kind of reminds me of Fallout a little bit, honestly. Oh, oh yeah, because he has a dog, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dog. Meat. I was, I, I wish that you could. Uh, I wish there was a way for you to like, you know, heal your wolf friend while he's there, so you could have him stick around later. Like, you can't give him like the steak that you find. You can't feed steak to your dog. To your, to your. I was thinking wolf. there should just be like a line of amiibo you can buy to feed the dog. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so it could be like the bone amiibo and the and the the can of dog food amiibo. That'd be ridiculous. Yeah, it would. But the uh, there's there's three new Zelda amiibos. We mentioned them we, or amiibo. We we mentioned them earlier, but we haven't gotten into them yet. Pretty cool looking. That I like the Link one. The, I like the one with him uh, with his bow and arrow, where he's like on that like he's on that poof of dust. Yeah, you know that's kind of supporting him. I think that looks really cool. I'm not it's really like a pea, a pea stand. He has like a poof of dust, which looks yeah. Awesome. Yeah, he's standing on something and he's jumping, but it looks like organic and it actually looks cool. 
I'm not, but the, but the horse has a pee stand. Like, what's up with that? Like, I'm not really into this, to the stand on the Epona one, on the, on the Epona amiibo that's like has this weird, like, light blue stand thing, like in the horse's, like, midsection. You saw that, right? I thought that kind of looked a little wonky. Well, not to mention it's not proportionate to the other amiibos, so. Yeah. yeah, the horse looks tiny. Link looks really tiny. And then there's the Guardian that's just huge. <laughs> that's screwing Guardian's up all like, of your uh, amiibo shelves. He's like the Malibolia, the uh, spawn character. It's kind of what it reminded me. Oh, sure. It's a huge, different kind of thing, like where you can pose it and everything. Yeah. Well, uh, I, yeah, I like that you can move You can move the hands. It's like a doctor. It, it kind of reminded me of like Dr. Octopus, like the old Dr. Octopus toys where you can move his, you could move his arms around. So the first thing I thought of was like, I'll just take his tentacles and push him into the bottom so I can, like, have him stand on that instead of the amiibo stand. That's what the first yeah. thing I thought of posing him. You know, like Dr. Octopus would because he, like, carries himself around on his side. Or have tentacles. him, like, ha- hanging from something, like, hanging from the shelf above him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that too. Totally. No, like, the, the fully articulated amiibo, like Bill was saying during that whole section because he all the ones he was showing were pre-production models, so he was afraid to manipulate them too. But uh, oh, they, oh yeah, yeah. They were the most detailed amiibos they've made. So I think like that's just kind of Nintendo saying they're stepping up their their amiibo game. Because like the amiibos already looked pretty nice. I mean, if they're gonna get better detail, I'm down with it. Yeah, I wonder what they're gonna do. They haven't really said what they what they do yet, but they look very cool. I'm sure I would. I think I'm sure they'll probably package one in there, right, with the game physical copy. Yeah, maybe? I think they were saying that the uh, the Guardian was going to be included. Uh, the Guardians included. Yeah, I was, I was thinking like either they're going to package one in or they'll sell it in a three-pack. But I feel like for Zelda they wouldn't do that. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. The Guardian Amiibo looks fucking badass. And it's, I mean, I don't know much about the Guardians. They're obviously important. Yeah, there's some, they did a little bit of fighting with them where they sort of like, they kind of work like, they remind me of those like spinning eye beam things, you know? Yeah. Going back to Link to the Past, once you just, you know, throw the bomb at or whatever. Well, you throw the bomb at him no greater time. But they remind me of those, kind of. Like, the ones that are the, the ones that are kind of stuck on the ground. Yeah, and some of those... You know, the ones that are sort of destroyed. The one arrow to kill him. Yeah, I think uh, Twilight Princess, you did that. But they kind of remind me of that. But that one is a lot harder than that. And I liked it. I liked that the character. I liked that the guys that are a lot, a lot, lot, lot harder. Like the characters looked like they were really difficult to beat in this. Yeah. You know, because especially like play after playing through Twilight Princess. Like, I mean, when you're on like the final dungeon and these dudes are giving you or like taking like a quarter of your heart away, like every time they hit you, it's like, come on, man. <laughs> it's like this game is like I like towards the end there. I just started playing with Ganon mode. You know, like I just kept scan- scanning Ganon because I was getting bored with the game because of how how you know how easy it was. Even like in the, either in the later later ones, so I just started doing like the double damage, like to make it more interesting. So I'm glad that you that it's more difficult now. And I'm sure you read you read that you can go you can go straight to the boss like at the beginning, yeah, without any power ups. Uh, I think Aonuma said it was a it wouldn't be wise to do, but he said it's possible. So that's kind of well, interesting it could be like for kind of a, new, a new game plus kind of thing, maybe possibly. Yeah, like I would love for them to do a, borrow a little bit of a Chrono Trigger. You know, like where the best, well, you know, the best ending, like you go straight to the guy the first time you, you know, at the very beginning of the game, you go back and fight the bad guy again. Yeah. That, that'd be interesting. But, uh, and that will also say, it puts a whole new thing for, uh, speedrunners, speedrunners who want to try to beat it in like 20 minutes or whatever. Or, or so less, we'll probably see, after this game's released, I imagine we'll see people doing that quick. I'm sure we'll see people doing that. Like, yeah, or like right when it's released. Oh, uh, I made, I made a note saying that the Stalfos, they, they're kind of like T1000. Did you notice that? Like how they come back together? If you don't yeah. like to destroy all of them? I thought that was cool. And there was one. Like, uh, parts of other ones will come together. 
Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. There were there was during the demo. I remember I was watching somebody play, and like they knocked the heads off of two of them, and they switched their heads. Like the heads went to this went to different went to different styles. So that's really cool. But yeah, I'm I'm you super. You see the body parts crawling along the ground and everything. There's a lot of yeah. detail. <laughs> yeah. No, it's super detailed. It looks really pretty. I'm really excited for it. I mean, I think it's, I understand why they spent so much time with it just because there's so much details to go over and there's just a lot of things that you can do that they can do different demos about. Like they did like demos, like, like I said, they did like sections that was just about like temperature. There's sections that's just about like food and like weapons and enemies and stuff. Did you notice that there's a, uh, there's like an audio meter? at the bottom did you catch that that little that little purple circle no that, that shows like the um it basically shows sound waves that shows like oh, how much, how much stealth stuff right yeah it shows like how much noise you're making which i thought that was really cool nobody nobody mentioned that out of all the demos was that there's a because no, you can like them mentioning that as they were like approaching a goblin camp they said something about it oh they said something about it from what i from what i saw i didn't see it i like the temperature the temperature gauge that, that goes down when you're in the when you're in the ice area i think we already mentioned that but i was just gonna mention it again did you notice that the maps like kind of like topographic where like the the shading changes depending on like what height you're at did you catch that? Yeah. Like the map in the corner, like it'll be like dark and then it'll get lighter, like the, the higher you climb. I thought that was thought that was really cool. Nice and more details. I really like that you can make marks on the map. Like I know that's a pretty common thing nowadays, but in Zelda games that hasn't happened since. Well, they kind of have it since, in, like, since the, the DS ones. Remakes. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Phantom Hourglass had the first one where you could make notes on the map and stuff, so yeah. you would know to return to that area later if well, that you is- were. On a plateau, you could find different points of interest you want to run to. Yeah, you can do the um, well. You can drop a pin, which you know you've been able to do in a lot of games. But previous to this, like especially like Grand Theft Auto games, always had that in there. But I'm I'm glad that Zelda finally has it. You know, they finally have where you can drop like like the pink pin, the blue pin, all that. So you can run around and do whatever you want to do, and you always know like your original location you were planning. Yeah. So you you can get distracted, but still have something to remind you yeah. like where you want. I really, uh, unfortunately, our uh, our friend of the show, uh, John Knitter, he's actually he's actually in Michigan right now. He, so he was not he's visiting his family, so he was unable to make it to E three. So we don't have a correspondent there. But I man, I would I would love to play that demo. That demo looks like so much fun. I read someone posted something about it on Reddit today that played the demo. And they were pretty much just saying kind of like what we would expect here. This is a great game, but I'm a little, I'm a little like uncomfortable because it doesn't feel like Zelda. You know, like it doesn't feel like every other Zelda game. So, I mean, not that not it's a bad game, but yeah, but it, there's that like certain sense in me that's like, I'm afraid, like, I mean, are we still going to get to like hang out in a village and talk to people and pick up chickens so. and stuff? Yeah, <laughs> and pick up chickens and float, and I mean, they they haven't showed. Yeah, there's a lot. They showed a lot of stuff, but they also didn't show a lot of stuff. You know, like I feel like there has to be there has to be towns somewhere that you go to. There has to be some people living other than the old man, right? At least I hope. Yeah. But I and, and there's you know they said there's dungeons. We haven't seen dungeons yet. I'll be interested to see how that goes. But I kind of like. I mean, I love how you can get some weapons early, like how they got arrows fairly early and i think they want to kind of i think they want to kind of do away with the whole like you know with the whole like way that they normally make the dungeons where like you play through the dungeon you get one item you beat the guy with the item and then you don't really use the item again you know which is yeah. which is great which i think they should do they should get away from from that sort of formula that they've been using they but I, the I, option of using the items in different ways to 
yeah. to, to approach it in a different angle. Yeah, because like uh, the Twilight Princess, especially, I think was notorious for that. Where it's like, here's this one item, like the spinner. Like you only use the spinner like one time, <laughs> and it's, and that's all. You know, I don't know. You use it to get like some uh, some heart pieces. Yeah, you use it for heart pieces, and you use it in the Sky Temple for like some bridges. But but it, it could be used for more stuff. But um, but yeah, I don't mind them getting away from that. But I f- but I think I, that but, all of the like all those items have been replaced by uh, the slate. So I think the shit you download to your slate is going to be those items, those like critical, more contextual items. Sure. Yeah, like the yeah, yeah the mag like the magnesium and all that. Yeah. The mag- milk magnesia. Yeah, milk magnesia. But uh, I, I think I, for anybody who says that, I say like you know, be patient. Like you know, be be like uh, be optimistic on this. I'm pretty sure you're going to get your Zelda stuff in there as well. They're just taking a different different way with it, and I think it looks gorgeous. And I'm totally you know, be cautiously optimistic about it. But I'm totally I mean, optimistic. I, I, I think it's awesome. We're able to show so much shit in seven hours. You know, that's a lot of time. Oh yeah. Different people playing and like still not leave that initial area, you know. And everybody that was playing was kind of trying to like they all play different, yeah, do different stuff, you know. Like, yeah, there's. I mean, that's pretty incredible that what we're seeing is barely scratching the surface, and there's still so much to explore. Yeah, definitely, and so many different weapon variations. Like, I like that, like the axes and the and the pitchforks and you know different swords and like they had like bows that had spikes on them, which is really cool. Like, to, to, you know, like more defensive bows. It's just awesome. Yeah, and there's the. Um, Oh yeah, and there's you can do that that freeze time thing that we saw in the video before. You know where you like jump and aim, like while you're mm-hmm. in the air. That's that's pretty awesome. It, it leads it, it leaves more to my Matrix theory there. Yeah, <laughs> from him him being being in a world that was made for him. I'm super excited about it. I really I I really wish it was coming out this year. I really wish it was coming out at the coming out in December. That would be so cool. It feels like it needs to be out this like this holiday. Like it to should me, be. Like, it kind of hurt. It hurts inside to think that I have to like live through another winter before I get to play the new Zelda. Yeah, yeah. To live through another winter without Zelda. Well, what if? Uh, I mean, what if they? What if it doesn't? What if they make you wait till winter of 2017? And we have to watch Zelda again at another E3. Wouldn't that suck? And they originally announced it, what, in 2014? Yeah. 2013. I think so, right? Yeah, it, has, it had to have been like 2013, 2014. It's insane. I mean, I understand it's a big game, but I'd like to know. I mean, I'd like to know if there's other. What do you think is the possibility? Like, I, I remember I read a rumor like a long time ago, which probably wasn't true at all. But I saw a rumor that there was that the Loft Wings would be in there as well at one point, just because of how big the game is. So you could well, fly I mean, as well. Well, I would love. Like, they seem to be borrowing from other Zelda games pretty liberally. So yeah, when, I couldn't doubt that. But I, that was a rumor that I saw like maybe like a year ago, maybe two years ago. But they're saying that like there was going to be other ways to travel other than just the horse, and I think that would be really cool. Like if you know the RPGs, like where you like Final Fantasy, Fantasy stars like this too, where you like you know you travel so long on foot, and then eventually you get like an upgrade. Yeah. You know, you find your chocobo. Yeah, you find your chocobo, you find your airship or whatever. Um, which, speaking of chocobos, I forgot to say this earlier, but the same dude who made, uh, who made like, uh, Mystic Quest and all that, he created chocobos and Moogles also. He's the guy who made made that shit. Yeah. He, he was, he created, uh, Moogles and chocobos for Final Fantasy. The dude who's doing, uh, Ever Oasis. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty amazing. It looks like you're not going to get items from the grass. No. But I'm a. All of your, all of your healing comes from food and then, uh, Money comes from selling, in some way selling the items you get, which we don't know how that works yet. But apparently you're going to get to some sort of civilization. Okay. Or at least some kind of dispensary machine. 
that lets you sell items for some I kind hope of so. Currency. There was no sign of rupees in there. Like no that rupees, was I no did, hearts. Yeah, no no hearts, no rupees. Interesting. Yeah. No sign of no sign of rupees, no sign of hearts. I don't think I saw any clay pots to break yet, right? There's did, clay uh, pots to break. Are there are there clay pots? But there's nothing yeah, in Yeah, because when Audrey was playing, she was like, I could break these clay pots, but I'm just not going to because I don't Oh, okay. I remember she was using the magnet thing to pull, uh, to pull, to pull like the the treasure chest to her, which I thought was really cool. And uh, I like there's the different forms of bombs. Like we didn't mention that. Like there's the there's the square bomb and the circle bomb. Yeah. And you can roll you can roll the circle bombs down hills, like to to get people. That was really cool. You, you, and you, you, square you, bombs remain stationary. And then there's remote bombs. So there's you you can detonate them whatever you want. Oh yeah as well which is pretty and awesome they're all on a uh, cooldown so they're not a finite item yeah kind of like it's kind of like the item meter from uh link to from link between worlds they're kind of bringing that back which is cool and you can um you can hunt you can hunt for food you know you can kill there's like wildlife that you can kill and cook like for steaks and all that and when you find like settlements of the of the moblins you can steal their food as well. Where they have stuff like which. Uh, while we were watching this, Jess mentioned um, to me that the you know like the the meat on the bone that's cooking. It looks like the meat from the first game from NES. Yep, grumble, the, grumble. The what? Grumble, 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 grumble. Yeah, she's like, oh, that that looks like the one like from the NES, the meat part. So that's cool. Yeah, there's uh there's rocks you can mine. Like, did you did you see that? Like, oh, yeah, there's like ore. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. You can get like um. You can get a hammer too, right? I think I saw him with a hammer at one point, with like a sledge, sledgehammer type thing. So yeah, all all sorts of different cool weapons. So there's a little bit of Minecraft in there. Yeah, yeah, sort of. Well, there's uh, there's like getting weapons and stuff. I don't think you can build worlds, but maybe. but I think you can get like ore to build better weapons and stuff. Oh sure, yeah, definitely. It's cool. I really did. I mean, I may have mentioned it before, but I was happy to see the return of the uh, the leaf glider or whatever you want to call it. Oh yeah, the leaf. I mean, that, that thing is amazing. Like I loved it in Wind Waker, just being able to jump off, go somewhere quickly. That you oh need. sure. There's also there's also like the magical. There's also the other version of it where you can uh, create wind. Did you see? Like yeah. I forget who was playing, and you're using like the the leaf where you're just blowing it at the sailboat to make the sailboat move. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, we didn't mention. Uh, so you can you're gonna find like pretty much vehicles. Like you're gonna find it a boat just hanging out. So you're not carrying a boat with you like in the first Zelda. But. Oh yeah, <laughs> they they mentioned that too, where it's like, well, I'd, you know, it wouldn't have fit in his pocket, but you can find find stuff like that. And then like that's where the physics come to play because you look and you see there's like these pegs keeping it stationary, so you have to blow it away from the pegs to get it out of its dock and get it moving. So that's pretty cool. Sure. We didn't mention that we didn't mention you could chop the trees down, but that's puzzle solving. Yeah, we mechanic. didn't mention that. Yeah, you can you can chop trees down, create create uh, bridges, which was in the trailer. But it's really, it's not really just cool. like for like cliffs, but you can also like chop a tree down and it'll land in the water and float. Oh yeah, you you can also you can also make a uh, firewood out of it, like for you, like the same way you would in uh, Harvest Moon, where you can you can uh, hammer at the stump and it'll turn into uh, it'll turn into firewood that you can keep with you. Which did remind me of Minecraft as well. Oh sure, well, it was uh, yeah, it reminded me of uh, the Harvest Moon sixty four. Is what you did for lumber, like to build your house or you know put fences in your in your farm but yeah it's kind of a similar thing but yeah you can change links outfit at any point so if you want to run around shirtless all the time you can you get like i said you can run around run around in the cold with the with the torch and you'll be fine but i like uh yeah i like that you know you can run around with no shoes but then eventually you get like pants that have shoes i was wondering if there's like if you get to a part that has like can, do you get to an area that has like broken glass like that he can't walk in like without shoes maybe 
You know, I'm, I was wondering about that, or like a area with like a magma area with like hot, where like where the ground's hot and you can't walk on it, or like if if you get to Death Mountain, do you have to like take your clothes off? <laughs> to not lose damage, you have to walk through there in your shorts. The other way around, like if you wear the quilted one, like you sweat too much. <laughs> I don't you get know. dehydrated. Yeah, <laughs> you, you get, get dehydrated. I don't know. Yeah, super excited for it. I wish it was coming out sooner. It's but yeah. definitely deep as fuck. Deep as deep as fuck. Totally. Yeah, lots of stuff to do. Like, just I would love to get to get some hours with that demo. It'd just be so much fun to just run around and see what you could find. Because I do yeah. like that they say like silly collectibles like apples like you may not think they're a big deal but then you're in a dungeon and you're running low on life and you have your apples they save your life yeah they i think they only give you like a quarter of a heart or something for the they don't give you they don't give you a whole lot but still any of those items could be super important at the right time even if they just seem trivial when you're running around collecting items like seems like you should grab everything you see sure and you we didn't mention you can jump anytime you want oh yeah we should have yeah jump button what the fuck, man? Crazy new Zelda world with jumps. So is that so? No more rolling. We can't. We can't roll anymore. Rolls are gone, from what I heard. From yeah. People that uh, played the demo said, "There's no rolling." So that no kind more, of people off. No more automatic jumping. I always kind of like the automatic jumping. Automatic jump is gone. Something that yeah. was originally like to get past like the amount of inputs they had became like a critical part of Zelda. The auto jump. Yeah, they're taking it away because the jump is so important. Like they want it to be timing based, so it's more of a platformer in that sense. Like there's probably going to be a platformy sections. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, uh, you could jump whenever you wanted in. I've read a lot of things that said like the only other time you could do this was in Zelda Two. You could jump anytime you wanted once you got the Rock Feather and uh, Link's Awakening. So that had a jump button too. In a way. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Link's Awakening has the uh, rocks feather. Yep. So, so that was yeah. There was jumping in that, but but not since then. Have you have you really seen that? The art style. Uh, Jess actually told me this because I didn't know uh, the gouache. Do you know? Do you know what gouache is? I don't know. What gouache it's like is. it's like a it's it's a type of it's a type of art. Like it's like a acrylic and watercolor type thing. Is that the open air they were talking about? open air art style yeah it's like the painting style that it's based off of she actually she she told me you know told me about it while we were watching the demo but yeah it's interesting that they have it based off of, uh, it's where type, you like that type of art where you're like painting your landscape while you're actually out in the landscape i'm not sure <laughs> i think that's kind of how they described it well she was talking she was talking particular about like the paint the paint style the paint that you oh, okay. use like the type of paint is like is like a combination of acrylic and watercolor paints it's the gouache painting but just the way the way it looks, you know, the way the way the different art looks. But it looks cool. Yeah, it's a beautiful game. Like every blade of grass is swaying in the wind, and yeah. when you it, it's very next it's all, gen. It's all important. All the blades of grass. Yeah, no, it's very next gen. It looks beautiful. It's super huge. You can jump. You can jump. You can climb. It's pretty much Spider Man. <laughs> you can you can climb anywhere like spider-man which uh yeah i like that i like that you can scale anything i mean if you have the if you have the stamina ability to do it you can scale whatever i do like in the uh trailer when he's like climbing a mountain and then it zooms out he's barely climbing the mountain yeah they make it look like he's having such trouble getting to this the top part of this yeah he's barely at that mountain. this mountain's huge oh sure so i don't know how much of like the pacing was maybe because i did kind of wonder if like the pacing was maybe a little artificially inflated by the people that knew the game that were playing it in the demos. But from what I've seen, like online, like it's just a huge area. The demo was one huge giant area that's supposedly two yeah. percent of the world, like you said, less than two percent. You so, can see you can see off in the horizon. There's plenty of shit to do, and one of the can, big things of this game is you can go anywhere you can see. 
You can go there, yeah. That's why I like the idea of like getting a bird eventually <laughs> to fly from one area to another, which I'm sure there'll be some sort of thing like that. But and I, I hope mean, it, if you control the weather, you can just glide. With like... <laughs> you got to climb high enough though <laughs> to glide like wherever. Well, you know. can get updrafts like you do in Wind Waker, where there's like updrafts. Oh yeah, and, and like pilot and pilot wings also. Yeah. <laughs> you do it, do it for the hang glider. Yeah. Well, we could talk. I mean, we could talk about this game for for like another for another five hours. I'm sure we're at like we're at like you know I think we're, I think we're about about it, about it, a good stopping point. Unless there's, unless there's something that yeah, I've forgotten that we mentioned. I feel like I've gone over pretty much my notes. Is there anything that we missed? Do you think? No, I can't think of anything. Um, I guess I did want to mention like you could use a magnesis ability to like pick up an item and then use it as a weapon, as like a distance weapon. I saw oh, yeah. someone do that Guardian where they were like hitting them with a rock or something from a distance. Oh yeah, speaking of that, you can you can throw weapons at people and get a and get a critical get a critical hit every time. Yeah, it's double like I, it's double damage. So yeah, I forgot about that. Ideally, that's that's really would, cool. Ideally, you would like whittle your weapon down to the last piece of damage and then throw it to destroy it. And, and then chuck it and yep. get a get a critical hit. Yeah, so that that's so really that cool. Extra layer of strategy for weapon management. Sure. The I don't know if you noticed. I uh, I, I was like breaking down the way the time works, and it's like every ten seconds is five minutes in that game. Is okay. The is the difference between the, our time and their time? So I noticed that it turns it it'll it'll change like it goes forward by five minute increments like on your time that's on the map, and it changes it changes five minutes every ten seconds. So so what a day is I don't know a minute something like that. So it's one hundred twenty <laughs> one hundred twenty seconds for every hour. So like yeah, two minutes an hour. So a whole day is twenty four. No, a whole day is forty eight minutes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know how that works. Well, because it, what, it, an hour would be, what's... You said it's five, five seconds is, uh, or five minutes is ten seconds, right? Yeah, ten seconds is, is five. Is, right, so, so five minutes. There, are, there are 12 five minutes in an hour, so that's 120 seconds in an hour. So that's two minutes in an hour. Oh, okay. So a day, a day would be 48 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds about right, I guess. So yeah, you play for less than an hour and you, you've gone through a day. So you get, it's still like, I mean, it's a dilation of time, but it's still pretty. It, you'd have to play it for a long time to see the sun and the moon. Oh yeah. Yeah, totally. For like a couple hours. Cool. All right. Well, I think, I think we, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk more about this and, and, and we don't future, know if there's episodes, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, there might be seasons too. They could, maybe they could bring Ocarina of Seasons in there and do that. Or they could bring Oracle of Ages also, where you bring it back to where everything's not destroyed, like we talked about earlier. I mean, you see all the ruined, uh, all the ruined guardians are all over the place. So maybe, like, yeah, maybe there is like an alternate reality where all those ruined guardians are alive. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because the one in that one video that we saw way back when, like, they were a lot more alive. So either there's a, another section that's like that, or there's a time that you go to where they're alive. But we'll we'll learn more as as it as it goes. But I think that's a I think that's good enough for for our E three episode, right? E three, man. We knew there'd be a lot to talk about, and there was. Yeah, we're like we're like two plus hours. If uh, if we missed anything, uh, please email us at Nintendo at the Nintendo Main Podcast at gmail dot com. You know, leave us a review on iTunes also if you have that or whatever else version you listen to this on so we can be recognized as a podcast and all that. This has been uh, episode 29. We're your host, Trey Johnson. Jerry Kowski. And uh, that's your E3 News. See you next week. See ya.